going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is year two, episode 62. Now, this is going to be another Frankenstein episode because we actually recorded this yesterday. We normally record on Wednesdays, but DC dropped their new future slate, or future state is what I should be ca- should be calling it, and it has a whole bunch of shit that we need to talk about, so we're going to go ahead and cover this. It like I just got a freaking text message, like, first thing in the morning, like, right after I started, like, right after I got back home from voting today. I took a small nap and I woke up to my co-host from comic book Legion saying, Hey, do not post anything you see in the email you just got. It's all embargoed. And I was like, what? And so I immediately looked, I immediately read everything. I saw the covers and I was like, Oh shit. The internet DC comics internet is about to fucking blow up today. And it did. It really did. Yeah. It's uh, it's very interesting. Um, there's definitely some things I do have issues with, for sure. Um, but, I mean, it's interesting to the point where I do want to read some of this stuff. I don't think a lot of it's going to be successful. Well, no, because this, this this is 5G crammed into two months. Yeah. Um, so these are not going to be ongoing then? No. So it's yeah. just for two months. Think of it as, for people who have been reading DC for quite some time, this is Futures in 2.0, DCYOU 2.0, like convergence style. Like mm-hmm. they're just doing it. They're, they're basically saying, hey, we need more time to write more comics to eventually have a new status quo for whatever we're going to be pushing out yeah. within, whether it be within 2021 or planning for 2022. Mm-hmm. Like that's what this is for. Okay um yeah so for just for starters we have new wonder woman we have a bunch of superman we have a bunch of batman yeah i actually want to read just a little bit from this press release just really really quick um so it says here futures the dc's future state spotlights the world's greatest superheroes in the fresh new roles with all new characters taking up their iconic mantles dc future state features an incredible array of characters or creative talent Com, uh, combining award-winning writers and artists with new voices uh, from the worlds of TV, movies, animation. And in March of 2021, the regular DC title lineups resumed continuing existing storylines from 2020 and introducing new arcs for the year. So this, just like I said, they're just like doing this like big spotlight for the two two months and then they're continuing their other stories. That's why I sent you the picture of George Jimenez basically saying yes there will be a continuation of George Jimenez and uh, uh, Tynan mm-hmm. on Batman so yeah. for those of you who are like oh I'm not sure if I will be into this don't worry it's only going to be two months and then everything will go back to normal uh, there is a combination of oversized one shots mm-hmm. uh, oversized uh, mini like because the John Ridley book is going to be one through four, but yeah. there is a monthly a monthly miniseries uh, for the Bat Family in particular. There's one, two, three, four short minis and two oversized titles. Uh, because this is a Batman centered uh, podcast, we're going to be talking about those. But I do want to jump into the Justice League, uh, possibly, uh, just because. Uh, and also, I just want to double check on the Justice League one because there is a title that says the one where it has like a bunch of new heroes. 
Well, no, there's uh, there's also the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, and the Teen Titans one, or the mm-hmm. Titans one, or whatever. Uh, there's some stuff that I want to talk about that as well. But, but let's just knock that out now. Because... Yes. So uh, I've told you I from the one thing that I saw the Teen Titans book, uh, I thought this was a grown up Damien. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not. That is still Nightwing. Uh, but it says that Damien will be Red X. If anybody knows who Red X is, it's because you're a fan of the Teen Titans cartoon show uh, back on Cartoon Network. Uh, it was a Tim Drake thing. Uh, Damien seems to be uh, picking up the mantle. Uh, it mm-hmm. still looks like he is very much against what th- us, or well, I, uh, I say us, but the heroes of DC stand for. So yeah. he's going to be a little bit more of a rebel in the future state. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, there is some concept art of random heroes throughout this whole future state thing that are popping up here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. Red Hood, again, has a horrible helmet. Um, but Is he the one with the blue one? Or no, is no, no. a blue helmet now? No, it was just random. I'll have to try to find it. I, I forgot to grab it before we started recording. Uh, but he looks like it, it looks like some freaking, uh, it's, it's red. It has neon like lights for like the eyebrows and the eyes and stuff. It looks weird. It definitely looks weird. Uh, but he has the same sort of like sleeveless jacket of what he's wearing now with the Mortal Kombat mask. So it Mm. just looks weird. Um, then of course I showed you the, uh, orphan and uh spoiler uh, mm-hmm. concept art earlier today uh really disappointing that orphan does not have a batgirl-esque costume but yeah. it is what it is and you sent that where did i not send that uh, one to you you did not send that to me oh uh, that's right i i, I, I accidentally i accidentally uh send I accidentally sent a whole bunch of stuff to my wife thinking it was you. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Um, I'll send that to but you. But, yeah, quick. so, like, we're going to we're gonna cover mainly the Batman stuff, but um, there is a very naked Superman book that will be coming out. There's a Swamp Thing that looks pretty interesting. Um, some weird-looking Lex Luthor. It looks like it belongs in Bioshock kind of title. Uh, Aquaman is going to involve his daughter, I'm going to assume. Um yeah, we're it's getting, gonna be Andy. Yeah, yeah, we're getting a Superman Wonder Woman, which is the new Wonder Woman and John. I'm assuming. Yes, um, this new Wonder Woman is actually from uh, the Amazon, so she's uh, Brazilian. Yeah, that's interesting. I like yeah. that. Uh, what would you say was disappointing about these? Um, if you look, like Orphan doesn't have like the Batgirl outfit or anything resembling it. So they they aren't like in the black suit and they're the stuff that they you mean got her classic one. Yeah, I don't like, honestly. I I know everybody was all about that, but I don't. Re- I've never really liked that costume. I don't mind this one. It's more of her orphan costume. She's got the bat logo and she's got a cape. I kind of like it. Yeah, and then it looks like a spoiler like loses an eye or something because she has it wrapped around her her head. Uh, yeah uh that'll be interesting she's uh been watching a lot of naruto but um 
Yeah, I mean, that's like the old school Stephanie Brown Batgirl. So I like that they're going to be Batgirls. That's yeah. cool. Instead of, you know, just having what? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Damn. Had to sneeze. Um, but yeah, so there's a bunch of Superman titles. Shazam's getting a title. Um, let's see. Legion of Superheroes. Uh, Superwoman. Uh, the one that I am interested in is uh, Immortal Wonder Woman. Yes. I'm very interested so, to see what's going on with that. I, I pointed out that she is wearing the Batman utility belt mm-hmm. and also a Kryptoni, uh, kryptonite necklace. Yeah. Now, the solicit for this, um, I read it earlier today. She, it, it's called the Immortal Wonder Woman because she outlives everybody. Like, all the Amazons are dead. The entire world is, like, crumbling. And apparently... Mm-hmm. Uh, they mention Apocalypse and Darkseid. So it's oh, going nice. to be a pretty intense story. Uh, Jen Bartel is doing covers and interior on that. Nice. Yeah. She uh, gave Wonder Woman a boob job on the cover. Uh, those things are massive. Um, <laughs> so just throwing that out there. She's been doing a lot of naughty stuff on Twitter, though, too. So Yeah. I think and, she's and, been doing it. Well, one thing that I kind of get annoyed with, uh, with the Justice League title, uh, mm-hmm. They named all the other heroes, and then they said, "Oh, and redacted as Batman." We all know that it's it's Luke. They're yeah. tr- it's the worst kept secret of DC right now, uh, but it will most likely be Luke Fox, who is in the bat suit, uh, because that is the same suit that is in the next Batman. That's yeah. the title, uh, as well as. Uh, I think there was another uh, book with with that costume in it, but I I will tell you that other than maybe one or two nitpicks, mm-hmm. I'm actually excited about this for the fact that I do not recognize majority of these names whenever it comes to writers. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's something new. That's something to get excited about. My boy Dan Mora is on a lot of covers and the actual promotional image for this whole thing he did Mm -hmm. that so i'm i'm super glad that he is able to be getting a lot of work with dc so i'm pretty excited for this he's got some cool stuff yeah a lot of these titles are good but it art always makes things look good and then the writing i would say half of these are going to be garbage um i hope not but it's just it's it's how it always is there's always crappy stories it's just oh well i mean that's why i'm not buying the legion of superheroes because out of all of this bendis only got one book thank yeah but it's not bendis isn't the only bad writer at dc or marvel like it's not that's not how it is you know what i mean yeah but i've read good stories from other people at marvel and dc yeah but you've also read good stories from bendis so it's like yeah you know from like 20 years ago but they're good stories it's the it's the same thing. Snyder was only four years ago that his stuff was good, and he's garbage now. So, like, yeah, but that's know? still recent. So, I still have a little bit of hope for him. Like Bendis, Bendis is a lost cause. Yeah, I mean, but we've also we've seen that like age and stuff doesn't really matter. We see it from John Carpenter. He's in his fucking seventies or eighties, and he wrote one of the best Joker stories that's been in the last like ten years. So, I don't really, I don't really want to put stuff into time, but like. It's just it's just how it goes. There's never yeah. been a launch in New 52, Rebirth, whatever you want to call it. There's never been a launch where there wasn't shitty stories. There's just always shitty stories. Like no matter how you want to look at it. Um just because not there's 
not everybody's Tom King. Not everybody's is a fucking Scott Snyder. Not everybody is whatever. <laughs> like it's just not. It's just not how they are. Um, I will read them. I'll give all these. Uh, you know, I I don't give a shit about the Superman ones. That Superman one, Worlds of War, looks stupid just from the cover. Don't give a shit I, about it. I don't know why he's like half naked. Uh, yeah. Somebody Aquaman. somebody said uh, on Twitter they were like, I bet his safe word is Martha, and I was just like, God damn it. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that one. Don't give a shit about Aquaman. Don't give a shit about uh, Impervious Lex or whatever. I don't give a shit about Superman, uh, Wonder Woman. Um, well, yeah, Shazam. I mean, you're you're the Batman person, so you're going to be looking at more of these Batman titles than anything else. So yeah, I can understand well, I mean, that. I, I'd read Shazam. I would read uh, Suicide Squad. I'd read Swamp Thing. Um, I, I'm interested to see what they would do with Kara being uh, Superwoman. Um, because I've I've honestly like I like Superman, but I've all, I've read more Supergirl than I've read Superman, like genuinely, mm-hmm. uh, just because I like her character. Uh, don't give a shit about Legion of Superheroes, Justice League. I ain't messing with that anymore. Harley Quinn, don't care about Green Lanterns. Don't give a shit about Flash. Has an interesting cover. Don't give a shit about it. Um, uh, uh, Batman, Superman. It depends on who's writing it. Uh, I'll read. Uh, what's her name's Wonder Woman though. That'll be interesting. Batman Superman is the same person who wrote uh, Superman Smashes the Clan. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Uh, and then, yeah, Teen Titans, I'll give that a shot, too. Um, but is who's writing Catwoman? Is it still John whatever? No, Catwoman or... is Ram V. Oh, Ram so V. Mm. The person who's going to be writing it right now, he has already mm. written a story these. for these. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, for the most part, uh, we're going to talk mainly about the Batman stuff, obviously, right here. So the first thing is uh, Suicide Squad. Looks like uh, it's a bad, evil Justice League that's the new Suicide Squad. So Earth 3 is mentioned for Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are thinking that the heroes of Earth 3 are actually members of the Suicide Squad. Hmm. The uh, Batman on here is a Talon, obviously, uh, which is very interesting. So I don't know where they're going to go with that. Wonder Woman looks creepy as hell. Uh, John looks like he's melting. And I don't yeah. know who that Flash girl is. There's a lot of Flash So, girls. So this, this woman for the Flash um, is said to be from the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So she is a new player in this whole future state thing. So Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's Suicide Squad. It looks like there's a Talon Batman that we will be getting. Uh, what's next? What's next? We have uh, Robin Eternal. Anything on that? What's that about? Um, I from right here it says uh the let's see here uh says written by Megan Fitzmartin, art mm-hmm. by Eddie Barrows. Um, it says the Lazarus uh uh resin is on its way. Uh, to Gotham City, and the magistrate intends to use this regenerative super drug to make its forces immortal. That is, unless Tim Drake has anything to say about it, join the ultimate heist at 20,000 feet as Robin and Spoiler hijack the sky convoy that could mean the end of freedom in Gotham forever. If the emotional baggage between Tim and Stephanie doesn't do them in first, it's the first flying, skydiving, robot-smashing, fascist-punching adventure that you cannot miss. 
I hate already that they are mentioning Spoiler and Robin's troubles. They're always having troubles. Like now, all I the will time. say uh, Fitzmartin is a writer for the show Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I mean, that show got 15 seasons for a reason. So yeah. I, um, I have I would have faith in her. Uh, I would have to go back to see which episode she wrote uh, directly. Yeah. And see if like and judge it by that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Stephanie Brown, Tim Drake. I've had enough of that. Uh, I'm going to read it, but I just, you know, it's it's like hearing uh, Robin uh, breaking up the Teen Titans, you know, or Robin yeah. and Damien, uh, Batman and Damien fighting. Like it's, you know, we get yeah. enough of it. Um, then we got Nightwing. I do. I like the new suit, except for the chin strap. I do not like the chin strap. The chin strap is weird. Now, Nicola Scott did a uh, variant for mm-hmm. this uh for this cover and it's really cool because like where he is standing there's like a what are those like water things on top of the build of buildings what are those called uh just uh, like, like the, water towers yeah like a water tower sorry yeah um and all over it sp- is written in spray paint saying batman lives so hmm. i don't know if that is going to be playing a part into the story or whatnot but yeah. it says here uh Andrew Constant, who it doesn't say where he is from. I'll have to look. Of course, art by Nicola Scott. Batman is gone. Now Nightwing has taken on the mission of keeping citizens of Gotham City safe from the magistrate. But to do that, all he'll have all he'll have to stay one step ahead of the magistrate. And you know things have gotten bad in Gotham when the safest place for Dick to hide out is the abandoned Arkham Asylum. When Nightwing gets a visit from a mask, uh, from a mask claiming to be the new Batman, doesn't he uh, fight like one, pick up uh, this dark peek into the future uh, by writer Andrew Constant and artist Nicola Scott. So the whole thing about us not really understanding how Luke is just going to be the next Batman. Mm-hmm maybe they're going to confront it. So, uh maybe uh how far is this into the future? They probably won't say because this is going to be something that like just like Future's End, just like DCYOU, it's a future that could happen. Mm-hmm. So, if they want to work towards it, they definitely can, but let's say by like the end of 2021, every writer is just garbage again. They're like, no, we can't do that. Everything that was, you know, that we've worked towards is kind of being tarnished right now. Let's start over. And they Mm -hmm. can just act like, oh, this was a fun little thing that was a possible future. And we'll just have these stories just to have them, you know? Yeah. So Um, that'll be interesting. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to see what this magistrate is and all that jazz, but uh, the thing I don't like already, which because they are focusing on the future, is they're they're doing Batman Beyond. They're jumping so far ahead, where but it's only like twenty years, and like the the future just looks ridiculously futuristic. Yeah, I'm like, come on, like that's kind of stupid. Um, that's just nitpicky, but it is what it is. Uh, so then we're getting did are we getting two different? Is this just like? two different covers or it's issue one and two for dark detective right so i like that 
it's not called Detective Comics or whatever. It's mm-hmm. called Dark Detective, like yeah. a Batman Detective. Like that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, and this is gonna actually be Bruce Wayne. From it says here, it says the uh, the world thought Bruce Wayne was dead. They were dead wrong when the sinister paramilitary organization known as the Magistrate seizes yeah. control of Gotham City. The original Batman went big to put them down, but even the Dark Knight couldn't predict how far this evil force would go to stop him. Now Bruce Wayne is on the run from Eisner award-winning writer Mariko Tamaki and rising star artist Dan Mora. It's the story of Batman pushed to the brink with nothing left to lose. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Again, the magistrate seems interesting. Um, It does seem like it's going to be kind of like a, uh, what is it called? Red sun kind of vibe where, you know, they take over the whole city and all that. Again, Mm -hmm. I don't know how, how futuristic this is because we know that, at the end of Joker War, Batman's on his own or he's doing his own thing in the hotel and it's going to go to the black bookcase or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the only thing here is it seems like there's going to be a big jump a la like how Scott Snyder is going from the end of Justice League to we're in Doom or Metal, you know? Yeah. And it probably won't get explained. So, probably not. No. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this is interesting. Uh, Dark Detective sounds interesting. They, I feel like they gave him. I, I know you mentioned it more of a zero year. I feel like they were trying to go more with the current movie style too, because uh, like if you look at oh, his like, see chest that. and stuff, like it's like separated into those like three parts, um, like the movie is. Uh, Catwoman suit's not bad. Uh, on her, on her particular thing, it looks okay. Yeah. Um, but nothing. I'm not really excited about that Catwoman run, personally. But guess who's doing the variant covers? Uh, who? Art uh, Oh, is he? Again. That'll be interesting. Um, but I wonder if he's going to make them all futuristic. Or if he's going to do, like, other old classic Catwoman stuff. I feel like that's kind of been done. He should do futuristic stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, Batman Superman, what is going to be the same stuff we've been getting? Uh, Batman and Superman, I did see it, uh, was, I think, Joshua Williamson still. I want to double check on that, though. Um, let's see here. Joshua, well, no. Uh, Batman, like I said, uh, uh, Yin Lian, Liyun Yang, mm-hmm. uh, is the, uh, writer for it. And I don't know if because I'm looking at just the Batman stuff there. Somebody made an article of just the Batman. Oh, it says right here. uh, Back in the early days of the magistrates occupation of Gotham City, Bruce Wayne found himself pushed to the edge like never before. So calling the Man of Steel in for backup makes sense, right? Wrong. Gotham's sinister overlords have already sprung the ultimate trap on the last son of Krypton and with Kryptonian power. At your command, no one can stand in your way. Plus, where on earth did Professor Pig get a kryptonite scalpel? Brace yourself because things are going to get gross in the caverns below Gotham. Hmm. So they're so they're they're going to make Superman like just nothing. They're gonna take away right, his so. powers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which that's what they always do with Superman. <laughs> Let's just take away his powers. Um 
Teen Titans doesn't make sense to me um, because it looks like what? That's Starfire and Nightwing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're definitely not teens. They'll be way older at this point if this is jumping. Uh, But we have a few of the current Teen Titans. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. I feel like uh, Damien should have been in here. Um, That would have made more sense. But, you know, the Teen Titans, I feel like, are always a mixture of old and new people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last things we have are it looks like cover one and cover two of the next Batman, which we already know is going to be Luke, Luke Fox. Fox. Yeah. Um, the suit is here's my problem with this. Okay, <laughs> if we're going with the suit that it looks like that's in the covers, his mouth is covered, so you do not know this is a black Batman. That is my only problem. Like, that that is, is so stupid. Yeah. Because, because if they are going to do a race kind of story where cops do not like a black Batman or they're scared of a black Batman, you can't do that now. It makes no sense unless his helmet gets knocked off or they see his hands or something. It just wouldn't make any sense. And I, I am going to call that DC was scared to have a black person in the suit. I'm going to call that to not show that the solicitations for issue number one say Gotham city has always been dangerous, but now it's downright deadly following the tragedy of a day. The mayor allowed the private law enforcement group known as the magistrate to take over policing so-called mass crime and that has given the rise to the new Dark Knight. What is this mystery, mysterious crime fighter's connection to former Batman weaponeer Lucius Fox? The fight to justice has never been this dangerous. Then, in a new tale of the Outsiders, everything in Gotham City may be under the thumb of the Magistrate. But even members of the totalitarian force know that the outskirts of town are, the protect, are protected by the Sword of Katana. Plus... Ride with the Arkham Knights on their quest for freedom. Arkham Asylum has been uh, de- uh, decommissioned and the magistrate rules the land with an iron fist and zero tolerance. Now it's time for the lunatics to take back their city. Follow Croc, Two-Face, Phosphorus, Zaz, Clayface, and Astrid Arkham as the Arkham Knight uh, as they raise hell on the occupiers of Gotham. Oh. Wait, is this his run? Uh, yeah, this that's... is the four issue run. Yeah, and they're bringing in villains to be a big part of the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. If you're gonna have four issues, this should only focus on Luke Fox being Batman. I think it's a two story arc with Luke and a two story mm-hmm. arc of the Arkham nights uh yeah i just don't i don't think that's good man because like again it's it just feels like they don't have confidence in a black batman and you can't show that you cannot show that kind of weakness and that kind of writing you know what i mean because like it's people are gonna be like see they had no they didn't have any power in like i don't know i i feel like you just can't give people excuses you know what i mean Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. And we haven't seen the Arkham Knight since that really good run Tomasi did. 
Yeah, in the very so, beginning. Like, yeah, six, yeah, 1000. Yeah, and you're going to bring them back here and they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, let's check out Arkham Knight." And then what if Arkham Knight steals the show? And you're just like, "Well, damn." So, I don't know. I just I feel like there was a good story to write there for the next Batman. But I just don't see how we are going to get from Joker War to here to this well, future and, and but that's that's the whole point. It's literally just a time jump. Everybody's going to like Readers are supposed to be confused, but they're yeah. just supposed to go along with it. Yeah, no, I understand it. But it's it's one of those time jumps that's just like, it's like, you know, it's Batman Beyond. That's exactly what it is. Because this is like a neon future. And I love how we're always neon future. Like everything's like, everything's going to be neon. Like it's, everything's like 2049, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's not. We haven't done, where's all the neon at? It's been over a hundred years since people have <laughs> been writing these stories that are fucking neon and, and it ain't shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, so Gotham's like c- crazy change. This looks like cyberpunk Batman is what we're going to be getting pretty much. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just, I guess hearing that there's going to be these other villains trying to take back the city along with Batman trying to fight. I don't think that's going to be a strong story. Again, I would love to be proven wrong. It just doesn't sound great. And I don't like that you don't see Luke's face. Maybe they did that because they didn't want to give away the secret. The secret that, like I said, the worst kept secret of DC Comics. Yeah, that's that's going to be it. And then and then we're all supposed to be surprised when Mm -hmm. at the end of issue one, of both the next Batman and justice league. When he reveals that he is Luke Fox, we're supposed to be like, Oh my gosh, who knew? Yeah. Yeah, Nobody's going to care about that. Um, but at the same time too, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of curious, like where they're going to go. Like, so if this, if it just jumped to the future, do you think Tinian is going to be writing a lot more Luke Fox after that? Um, it really depends on the because because here's the thing: we know how comics work. We know mm-hmm. that right now, Tinian is very well possibly writing one ten to any anywhere from one hundred five to one ten. Yeah, you know. So by the time we read these books, he's probably already going to be anywhere from 110 to 115. Yeah. And then they're going to hear the feedback of the audience of these readers. And if it's a hit, DC's going to be like, okay, it's a go. Start writing mm-hmm. more Luke, Luke Fox. And then he will start writing Luke Fox anywhere between 110 to 115, if not later. Yeah, so here's the problem. Again, I just like I feel like they they have this card stacked against Black Batman here because the one thing you the one thing you shouldn't have done, like cover his face, do all that. I can I can see why you're doing it. The one thing you shouldn't have done is had Bruce Wayne have his own book to compete with this, and they have Dark Detective to compete with Black Batman because people are gonna be like, oh, that's Bruce. I'm just gonna buy that one. And granted, we know that comic book fans are probably going to buy all these issue number ones first. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have some of the people that want to collect all four. I used to be one of those people that wanted to collect it, but I cut shit off. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm done. I don't care. I will cut off after two issues, three issues. I don't care about collections anymore. Um, but like I've already seen people already say 
that they'll be like, oh, they will eventually collect all of these stories in an omnibus. I'm just going to wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very true. And especially if DC is popping out those trades a lot faster than they have been, Um, you know, because they got. I, I will probably I would genuinely. Probably purchase the number ones that I'm interested in. I'm not going to collect all of them, but mm-hmm. there is a handful that I'm interested in. And then yeah. I will probably purchase the ones that I absolutely loved out of those digitally. Mm-hmm. And then I will buy the trade just to have I, as like shelf space. I will probably only d- buy digitally Dark Detective. Maybe like Eternal or something like that, depending on if they're good. Yeah. Um, because you know we get them early, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I will buy Dark Detective and kind of see how that goes because it seems interesting. I do want to learn more about the Magistrate, um, which is what I've been wanting from comics. So I will say this: I've been wanting more interconnected Bat Family stuff, and it seems like this Magistrate is going to be the big all thing over Gotham. In Gotham. Yeah. Um sucks that we don't have batgirl in here anywhere um it looks like they gave all the boys stuff and not batgirl which honestly i care about batgirl way more than i care about robin but some could say that tim drake hasn't had his own book in forever so i don't mind that um but i am interested to see where we're gonna see damien and where red hood's gonna show up yeah so uh the one thing i will say that i hated about these covers is everything was like Oh, so like right here on next Batman number two, it says also featuring Batgirl and also featuring Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. And so if like, you oh, if you look at the corner of the like the future state covers, it yeah. like future state is on the border, and at the corner of them it says also featuring the next Batman number one says the Outsiders and Arkham Knights. Uh, issue number two, I believe, says like you said Batgirls and Gotham City Sirens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing is for a majority of these other books. They yeah. say the exact same stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see how they're going to write the Batgirls. Like, do they still get called, like, Spoiler and Cassandra, but just to the world, they're, you know, the Batgirls? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see how they're going to write that. But I think that's cool. I like, you know, why can't you have the Batgirls? You have the Robins. So, like... You know, it makes no difference to not have the bad girls. So I think that's kind of cool because I like that Spoiler and uh, Cassandra actually have the bat logos now. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, depending on who draws them, I think they might look really badass too. Because uh, the sketches are usually kind of watered down. They're never like the hardcore detailed colored stuff. Yeah, the so, stuff that I'm sending you, like the stuff, mm-hmm. like the the concept art of yeah. Orphan and Stephanie, that is clearly... Uh, Dan Mora, but I mm-hmm. think Dan Mora was hired to do the concept for every single one of these characters in Future yeah. State. Um, yeah, it does look pretty interesting. Um, there's some weird ass looking characters in here for sure. Uh, I don't mind Harley's new getup personally. Hair's a little short, but you know she still looks Harley. Which mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, obviously, they're pushing Grifter really hard. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, uh, Grifter will be showing up in uh, Batman 101. Bo- well, Batman 101, but he's also going to be in Future State. Yeah. Um, if you had to guess, like, let's just uh, play the guessing game and we'll end it right here. What 
is going to be the most successful thing out of all of this. Out of all of this, I would either say Aquaman. Really? Or Justice League. The reason being, um, Andy. Uh, Mm. Everybody is already in love with Andy. She is a child. Um, I made the comment that this is going to be genuinely her grown up the right way instead Mm -hmm. of being forced to grow up like Bendis did with John. And it just looks like a really fun book. I think people are really wanting to aim towards fun, and there's not a whole lot of books doing that right now. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to say Oddball being Aquaman, uh, Mm -hmm. whatever that book is called. I don't exactly know the exact title, to be completely honest. I actually have it right here. Uh, Yeah, it's Aquaman. And it'll it'll be uh, uh, Corey, Coriander Uh as Aquaman. Who's or, writing it? Is it still what's her face? Um, no, the writer of Aquaman will be. Let's see here. Um, um let's see. Honestly, uh, while you're getting that, so is Nightwing an ongoing, or is it just gonna be a one shot? Uh, like they said, it's monthly, right? How? But this thing's only gonna last two months, so it's gonna get what two issues? Yeah. Okay. It's, so it's uh, a monthly. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, because I know a lot of these are monthlies. I think Catwoman's monthly. Um, I guess Dark Detective's monthly or bi-weekly. No, because that one's always bi-weekly, so we're going to get four issues of that? Yeah. Uh, Justice League, uh, the books that are branded as Justice League Future State, Aquaman is by Brandon Thomas. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Let's see what the internet has to say real quick. Green Lantern looks... I'm not liking the art. Looks kind of boring. Um, I will say, I think the out of all of these, the one that's going to be a hit, I can see that Wonder Woman being a oh, hit. Oh, um, Immortal? Or the no. other one? Joelle no, Jones? The other one. Yeah, because yeah. she looks great. And she's... I don't know what Brazil falls under. I would say there's a lot of... Uh, I don't know if Brazil's considered Latino. It's from South America. A lot of that's a lot of Latino stuff. So I could see that popping off. I was like, mm. they're brown. It's a brown Wonder Woman. I'll take it. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So and she looks great. I mean, Joelle Jones looks fucking cool. I like her outfit. Um, and it looks like she has like a lasso of truth, but with like maces or just like balls at the end of them, which looks kind of cool. So it's more of a like tactical kind of thing or more of an offensive weapon opposed to like let me just tie you up you know um it looks like you can actually hit somebody with that and it'll be kind of uh painful so i could see her somehow breaking through this and being like you know if she is from brazil or whatever but she is an actual real amazon or something uh i could see there's somehow rewriting her to be in main continuity um after if this is not continuity you know uh because she has a great look i think she um you know i i I think she could actually be brought into wonder woman somehow uh and it would be nice if wonder woman actually had a team for once like everybody else has a team technically wonder woman has a team already in the current books yeah with just shitty ones where they're walking around in miami justice league dark oh yeah but I mean, that's like a mishmash team, though. You know what I mean? Like that's those heroes are have their own books or have been in their own things. I'm talking about like 
why doesn't she have a John Kent or a Supergirl? Or why doesn't she have a Robin and a Batman? Yeah, I like I think a couple years ago, I said that there should be more titles uh, with the Justice League members that have the same kind of treatment that Batman and Superman have. Mm-hmm. So Batman, of course, has Detective and Batman. Superman has Action and Superman. Uh, I said that Wonder Woman should have Wonder Woman and the Amazons. That should be yeah. two separate books. Well, while they did that in Rebirth, didn't she? Didn't she have Wonder Woman Action or Action Wonder Woman or something like that? No, and it flopped. No, I thought she had two books in Rebirth. No, hmm. uh, she had Wonder Woman, and then she was featured in a crap ton of books, and then. Uh, Later on, through this whole Snyder, not rebirth. Uh, I think it was New Fifty Two. She had Superman. She had Superman, Wonder Woman, and that actually turned out to be pretty good. Hmm. Like a lot of people liked it. I could have sworn she had two books. I think she should have an Amazon's book uh, to show Wonder Girl and Donna Troy and Artemis. And then I said that uh, the uh, the 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 flash should have something mm-hmm. like speed force or something, you know? Yeah. Or the, the flash family or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, for the most part, it's interesting. I agree with you. Uh, I am interested in it. Um, I will probably won't read the Superman stuff unless you say it's good. So, um, just because, you know, I'm more the Batman person. So I'll read all that stuff. But if Clay says it's a good story, I'll read it. Um, I I'm just will not give, a big fan of I, some of the designs for the because we get these books in advance mm-hmm. uh i will more than likely read every single one mm-hmm. um i will probably purchase the of course the ones that i like but j- if i were to say oh i'm gonna purchase these i'm gonna be purchasing the superman family and quite possibly the justice league yeah like that's what i'm putting my money down on now uh mm-hmm. hopefully i'm correct and hopefully you know, it'll be a fun read for the two months of January and February. I just can't like Jeff Johns was the last person to do a good Justice League story. So I just can't put my money into Justice League until somebody tells me like, dude, it's worth it. Um, It's just it's just hard for me to do that. Also, I don't I, I kind of agree with you where you've mentioned that Justice League shouldn't be an ongoing book, you know um yes, just because it, it's it's too much it's too much to there's too many well, characters and, and that's the best thing about this it won't be a monthly book it'll just be two months you know yeah i agree but at the same time like the the first issues are going to tell us if this is a cash grab or not oh yeah because like let's be completely honest um if you look at the covers and i just want to double check none of these have uh they have the barcode but mm-hmm. they do not have the prices yeah. So let's be very cautious on that. But there's 25 titles. If if it's 25 titles, each one has the average of at least two issues. Yeah. So 399 that's a, so times two, that's $200 mm-hmm. to buy every single one of these if they only had two issues. Yeah. But there's some of them that have four. So be mindful of this. Don't be that person that just wants to try to get them all just because you want to. You're spending over two hundred dollars in just two months. So yeah. be the very Omnibus vigilant. Will be about a hundred bucks. Yeah. So 
75 to 100 for sure whenever that comes out yeah uh before we get out of here the only thing i do want to say is the one design that is not featured in any of these and i think it's the best design out of a majority of them zatanna's it's classic and new at the same time oh Uh, yeah she is she is featured in the uh the promotional image she's right in the corner she has an awesome looking cloak and it has a hood yeah it looks awesome and she has the fishnets, which I think is a classic thing Zatanna should have. Although I know that we've gotten away from that in the future because, you know, just progress. But uh, I've always think that that's been her best costume, the classic magician thing. And it's just anytime you add a hood to something, it just always looks cooler. And she's got her wand and she's doing some magic. And I'm hoping they actually... I think the last time I saw Zatanna and something good was probably the Catwoman series I read um she was doing some cool stuff there so i haven't seen her in anything good lately um but uh yeah that's pretty much everything for future state ladies and gentlemen of course we will be covering this stuff when it comes out in january or january right yeah when it comes yes. out in january uh, but that's still a few months away we'll have Batcat before then and a whole bunch of other stuff so you uh we just covered all of this we for 45 minutes this is gonna be a jumbo ass podcast so <laughs> we're just gonna let you jump over to that part of the podcast right now We have a good amount of things to talk about. A lot of comic books this week, but we're going to be talking about some entertainment news at the start because we got some Batman show, Batmobile show updates, and we actually got some freaking uh, Batman. uh, Would you call them leaks? I mean, it's it's really hard. Now, for me, I feel like a lot of these WB probably wants or Warner Media, whoever wants the people to like the American people, the world uh, yeah. to see these because there's a, not a lot going on in the world right now. Yeah. And I feel like there needs to be hype for something uh, because they can't show very much of Wonder Woman right now because that should have already been, been seen. They keep pushing it. Uh, they're going to push it again. I just know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they can't really show much of anything because nothing else is in production. And, you know, I, if if it was me, I'd be like, hey, show a fucking Young Justice teaser show, yeah. you know, just do something. But it's really cool to see, you know, some of the stuff. A lot of people are taking these leaked photos or whatever you want to call them and placing them next to their uh, long Halloween counterparts. Yeah. And it looks really nice. Yeah, I will say that. Um it would be very weird if we don't get that cat suit, though, with all of the stuff that we're getting. I don't think we'll get that cat suit, but um, yeah, like they have. I, the... I do feel like now that we've seen the bat suit, I feel like the Catwoman suit would be too jarring. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I don't know if you could ever like, I don't know. There's got to be a good way to do that. I don't know. I feel like I would just wish that somebody would make all of these different versions of the costume and just put them out there to see how people like them. Um, you know, it's like they throw their money away on other bullshit anyway. So, like, why not do that? Um, see, if, if you could easily do, because it would cost less money, you could even do concept art, like digital concept art, have it quote unquote leak, see how people react to it. Yeah. And then the one with the best reaction, the one that, you know, has people going like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this. 
I think that's the one you're like, okay, golden. That's the one we're going to do. But I can very much see how like that could really hold up production. So yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. It was something you you would have to think about in advance. Um, I wish, I still wish they would just do the black, the blue suit. I don't know if we'll ever get it, but that would be nice. Um, I don't think we're going to get it at all. Period. If Uh, Pattinson was the Batman to give us the blue suit, that would be insane. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. I don't think we get it, but um, it'd still be awesome. Anyways, um, so yeah, let's go ahead and just talk about these set photos because there's not a lot. It all seems like from one day, pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Um, uh, everybody's saying this is the funeral scene or a funeral scene. Yeah. Um, and it seems because everybody's kind of dressed in black. Uh, I'm very interested on why Bruce Wayne is there with everybody else. Maybe just because of the socialite kind of thing. Maybe this was, maybe the mayor died or something big. And so all of these, you know, the Cobblepots of the world, the Falcons, these big families are there to honor this person. So of course, Bruce Wayne is there. Um, I will say I'm not digging the emo hair, Bruce Wayne. I don't know why we always get these long haired Bruce Wayne's, um, we don't really need them, but they just look weird. Um, so, but I guess that's Pattinson's hair. They're like, oh, let's just go ahead and do that. His hair <laughs> was his hair that long in Tenet. Uh, it had a different style. Like this is yeah. clearly emo boy, you know. Yeah. Down like past the forehead and whatever. Mm-hmm. In Tenet, he he had his more like I guess quote unquote original look or yeah. or whatever he has like the suave hair uh in the front uh the mm-hmm. pompadour-esque look uh that's normally what his style is and then here he he is clearly like he clearly has like shorter hair on the sides with like long bangs it just looks weird yeah yeah i'm not i'm not a big fan of the bruce wayne look of course the batman looks pretty cool but um yeah still looks cosplay but still uh, so yeah, we got to see Selena Kyle in a nice outfit. Um, although it does look kind of pleathery to me. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't look like the highest quality outfit, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, she does. She why. does look well, and also, um, she looks very mafia esque. And and I know yeah. that's just because she is also standing next to uh, Falcone. what Falcone in mm-hmm. one of those photos. Uh, and somebody even noticed that he has like three marks on his uh, side of his face. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, man, she scratched him. And I think that would be kind of cool if yeah. if that was legitimately her. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and some people are just dissecting these things. There's uh, people have noticed that uh, Pattinson's knuckles and whatnot are scarred and bruised and purple. Uh so just really cool attention to detail. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, we also had a what people are saying is Riddler photo where it looks like he is a homeless guy with a question mark on his back, which I told this to Clay. Uh, I'm tired of the realism takes on villains and stuff like that. Like, why can't you just give me a fucking dude in a suit? Um, but like, I don't know, man. I'm not a fan of it. There is also pictures of what looks like Reeves, like mm-hmm. giving direction 
and he has that same kind of like raincoat. He has goggles. He has a face mask mm-hmm. and a shield over it. Hmm. So he's like completely like armored up for COVID while giving yeah. directions to everybody. Hmm. Interesting. You're saying he's a Riddler? I'm playing myself, guys. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, no, but yeah. So if that is the Riddler, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of it. Um, just because I don't know, man. Just like give me a fucking. I just want Batman to have their costumes and stuff like that. And I'm. I'm. I, me and Clay were talking about this. I'm getting kind of tired of the serious take on Batman. Like I enjoy it. It's awesome. And I know when I see this movie, I'm be like, oh my god, I'm the greatest man out there. I know I'm gonna do that. Hopefully. Um, well, no, there's there's this like it's it's really funny because we we and you know we talk about how you know for you you make this argument all the time about fast and furious how it's mm-hmm. like it's turned into a superhero genre yeah. and they go into the stupid comic booky like just <laughs> genre of it and then you the have street act- always wins <laughs> and then you, you have <laughs> <laughs> you have you have legitimate comic book uh, superheroes and they're just like real world yeah it's just like why like yeah. why would you do that and we there's a phrase that a lot of us comic book reviewers use you know it's comic books gonna comic book we yeah. want to see that in comic book movies yeah and it's gonna i feel like it's gonna be a while uh, for us to see anything like that. Of course, people are like, oh, you already have the supernatural stuff with Wonder Woman, Shazam, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Like, but we want to see it with Batman. Yeah, and I think that's what I hate about this not being a part of the DCEU. Like, as, as much as I love Joker, I feel like Joker fucked this up. Like, Joker was like, oh, we can do these alternate world things because people want to see them. And I'm just like, God damn it. Like, fucking everybody loving Joker gave Reeves to like, oh, I could do rated R, whatever I want to do, too. And I'm just like, damn it. Because Reeves himself said this was in the DCEU, but it was going to be on its own. And then not anymore. So, like, I don't know if there was an original plan there or if, you know, joker did so well that you know lee and hamada and everybody were like you know what do whatever the fuck you want because people don't give a shit so like and he was like yeah i'm gonna go darker um you know like i i would be very curious to see what happened there but we've talked about in this podcast if ben affleck somehow decides he wants to come back and he's like you know what fuck it i'll do one batman movie you know whether that be on hbo or whatever or we'll do a batman show on hbo um Yes, I hope please. that is the the more campy kind of shit. And like maybe Ben Affleck's just in Justice League movies after that. Like I'd be cool with that. Um, but like I just want to see him fighting a Two-Face that actually has two faces. I want to see him fight a fucking doll maker or doll uh, whatever. I want um, a Clayface in the DCEU or on live action like a legitimate clay yeah. face you ain't getting That's that with reeves. What I want. yeah you're not gonna get that with reeves um and yeah the, the thing that sucks too is that means that gotham gcpd show is probably gonna all be like creepy serial killers like zazz and fucking black mask and those kind of more realistic people if those people are in there you know um 
so like i don't know man i really hope they do dive into the creepiness of batman because again we talk about it in the comics all the time like fuck joker already like i love joker i think he's the greatest comic book villain of all time in my opinion but i'm done with him for now like put him on the shelf for like three like two to five he's years now fuck yeah. off yeah like come on like i could still love you and tell you to fuck off like it's, it's definitely something i can do um and i just want him to be shelved for a little bit and i and like i said even joker himself said bane is like the number two we got to see a little a lot of bane in tom king's run so i don't want to see more bane either but how has there not been a good scarecrow story there has not been a good two-faced story in forever yeah um who else out there like why don't we fuck with mad hatter more Clayface, uh Dollmaker. like there's so many characters black mask like black mask before new 52 was a very threatening villain like oh, yeah. he was fucked up and uh where the fuck's he he's like in he some... i'm pretty sure black mass has had an opportunity to kill every robin yeah probably like, like for those of you that don't know we covered it when during covid or i did at least because i was uh reading catwoman um black mask literally tortured selena's sister ripped out her husband's eyes and fed it to her like that is how fucked up black mask is yeah he made selena's sister eat her husband's eye and she just went mute after that like he's crazy like put that in a movie um not and not like the birds of prey the birds of prey ruined black mask um so like i don't know like you you had so much opportunity there but i don't know there's just I'm just getting tired of the same old, same old. But again, this is something we've talked about on the podcast, which I've said like 50 times in this podcast already. But if you guys want to see other characters in these movies and stuff like that, you need to go support those comics they're in. Like, you can't just keep buying Joker. Like, you need to buy other comic books that have those heroes in them. So people can see like, oh, yeah, yes, I love this. I love that. But if you only buy Joker just because you just like Joker, that's the only stuff you want to read, they're only ever going to make Joker movies. So just throwing that out there um did you see anything in particular that stood out to you in these photos anything interesting um i like the car that he's driving he's driving a classic corvette well there is a little bit of a conspiracy theory going around with these photos oh uh it's a simulation well i (laughs) i told you the joking one off air about the Uh whole you know well, did I say I can't remember if, if I even said it here with the uh, with the Ben Affleck, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is rumors and a conspiracy that uh, what's his name? Washington from mm-hmm. Tenet. Yeah, uh, is in this movie. Really? And somebody has taken some set photos and zoomed in and this it's going to sound super stupid, but has zoomed in basically on the only black guy that's in the photos. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and he's wearing a, a face mask. Uh-huh. He has like a jacket or a coat. We've seen both uh, the stunt double for Catwoman and the stunt double for Pattinson, uh, Batman wearing mm-hmm. coats to hide their suit. Well, this person is also wearing a very big jacket and sometimes a beanie mm-hmm. and somebody has gone to the point of like oh he has the same hairline mm-hmm. god damn and has gotten like a photo of uh the actor from from tenant like from a still photo from there is yeah. like same hairline 
Like this has to be him. The beard is somewhat the same as well underneath the mask. Like he, he, and everybody's like, Oh, you know, he's going to be two face. He's going to be two face. He's going to be two face. Um, how do you feel about that? If he ends up being two face, hate it. Not because he's black. Like some people would say, uh, I hate it. Cause that should have been Oscar Isaac. Two face yes. should have been Oscar Isaac. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I've, did we talk about green lantern on the last show? Um, I think green we lantern Corpse? may have talked about it briefly. Um, all right. Remember. If we don't, if we don't, this goes on the same vein of that. Like, um uh oh, we yeah, we did. It. yeah we did because you know did, the whole right? thing about how people uh like wb in particular and even warner max warner, warner media need mm-hmm. to take the ethnicity yeah uh, and race of these characters seriously yeah 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 so um i i'm all for changing like races in movies because again 90 percent of comic book characters are white and mm. you're not going to change those in the comic book. So you know what? If you want to get some representation in your movies, you have to change some of these characters over time. And I'm totally cool with that. But when you're in a movie like this, and it's constantly every you know skin color change of a character goes to an African-American, it gets really fucking annoying for people that are Latino, such as us, or even Asian, and stuff like that. Even Middle Eastern, all of that shit. It's like, what the fuck about us? Are you saying we're not actors? You're saying we can't be these villains too? Like, you treat mm-hmm. us as villains in real life. Why the fuck aren't we getting these roles? Like, yeah. like what the fuck? So, um, yeah, I'm just getting really, like, fucking tired of that. If, especially if he is. Especially if he's Bane over Batista? Like, because John da- if John David Washington, I think it's his name, was actually Bane. He's no, not Bane. Strong- Oh, Two-Face, my bad. Uh, if he is Two-Face, like, I don't know. What are they going to do there? Like, are they just going to burn up his face, too? Are they like, going to uh, white-face like, him? Like, Are they going to have him uh, throw acid on it? Eckhart or whatever, Aaron Eckhart? Yeah, no, I don't want that again. Like, But if what, if, him- what if they were throw the acid and his skin legitimately turns blue? That would like, be cool. Like the, like the cartoon. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, just because it's more that but then again i don't know if they're gonna go crazy non-realistic here yeah um but yeah i don't i wouldn't want him one i i didn't think he was that great in tenant so i wouldn't want him yeah, to be two face that, that pattinson stole that uh the limelight in that movie yeah. so uh i wouldn't be for it not saying that you know uh, I wouldn't be down for a person of color, but I would love like there was rumors that Oscar Isaac was going to be in this movie or was up for the role, a role. And I think he would have been fantastic as Two-Face and he's played a lot of villains in his time. So I think he'd be good. He also needs a redemption for Apocalypse. So I would have loved for him to be Two-Face. So, Gosh, I still haven't seen that movie. It's not worth it. Um, <laughs> the I mean, the best thing in that movie. Wait, is that the one where the house blows up? Uh, uh i think so yeah okay that's the best part of the movie so if you've seen that then you've oh seen so the you're saying the quicksilver part is the yeah. best part again which i'm hearing he's gonna be in spider-man or in the multiverse stuff that's uh, what I'm he's, hearing. uh he's apparently supposed to be in wanda wandavision yeah so yeah that'll be interesting which to be honest that's probably the one thing besides hugh jackman that should be taken from that universe because he was a good quicksilver yeah um, opposed to her crappy brother that was in that movie um he was terrible freaking kick ass he was so bad 
Uh, he Dude, was Jack- almost super. He was almost Batman. He was kick-ass. Like that's the one thing yeah. I will always remember is that he went from like some dumb little dopey kid wanting to be a superhero to mm-hmm. being a superhero and then getting shot and killed. Yeah, being a fast superhero that got shot and killed. Yeah. So that's the worst part. That's why he's everybody. Oh, Quicksilver's better than the Flash. No, apparently not. <laughs> um. So yeah, but yeah, anything in these set photos, nothing really big. Selena Kyle looks great. I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Um, now that we know Colin Farrell is underneath that that like fat chin, like mm-hmm. it, now you can see. Okay, yeah, it's definitely him. Yeah, but still, it's still man, a lot. It's yeah. still a lot. And I wonder if that counts as his face mask. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I guess he could still sneeze out of it, so it's like probably not. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. That's uh, totally interesting. But yeah, I mean, the set photos look cool. There's not a lot to it. There was some Batman photos. There was Selena and Batman on their bike again. Uh, So it looks like that car is probably going to get destroyed if Mm -hmm. they're not driving in that car. So I really hope it does get destroyed so we get a better Batmobile. Um, And then... Lamborghini this time. Oh, God. That Corvette (laughs) looks awesome, though. That old-school Corvette he's driving as Bruce Wayne looks really cool. It it has like old Batman car vibes, like yes. the ones they used to have like in the in the fucking sixties and shit. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, there's not really much to these things. I know a lot of people wanted us to talk about this, and we definitely want to talk about it too. But I was really hoping to see like a full blown Catwoman suit. You do kind of see it; it just looks like a leather suit on the motorcycle, and she has a backpack. Um, so the only thing that's gonna pull that suit together is her her cow. So the yeah. only thing that'll pull it together. They have to have ears and they have to have goggles. Yep. Other than that, it's just a suit. Because Anne Hathaway's didn't cut it. That shit was not Catwoman. That was just no. a sexy girl in a leather suit. That's all it was. <laughs> um, so that was it. But for the more pressing matters, we have Batmobile show news. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this very, very, very quickly. But we left out some parts. Because, you know, we, we, we talked... Because, I mean, everybody... Every, Everyone who was actually pushing it as far as the trades were like cars meets uh, Batman with this new Batmobile show. We're like, okay, cool. Yay. But there was more and more controversy over this. Um, More so because of like the types of cars and everything. And I wanted to look more into it. I wanted to know why uh, there was so many people that were legitimately angry at this. And so the article says Warner Brothers announced a new animated series that will show both on Cartoon Network and on HBO Max. It's aimed at preschool, at the preschool crowd, preschool. So all you 40 year olds that are all, you know, got their fucking nuts in a, in a fucking knot about this. Chill out. Preschool crowd and will follow the adventures of a team of Bat Family vehicles. The new team of crime fighters will be led by BAM, B-A-M, the Batmobile, and he will be joined by the Bat Wheels consisting of BB, the Batgirl Cycle, Red, the Redbird, Jet, the Batwing, and Buff, the Bat Truck. Bat Wheels is the perfect show to headline our new foray into preschool, said Tom uh, Akeem who is the president of Warner Brothers, uh, Global Kids, Young Adults, and Classics, the GKYAC. I can't wait for the inspiring superheroes out there 
to meet this whole new batch of crime fighters. So, for all of you people who are legitimately angry at Buff the Bat Truck or Red <laughs> the Redbird, <clears throat> calm the fuck down. <laughs> or have some kids so you can for watch real. it with them. And, and here's the thing. Here is the thing. You say that, and mm. my wife takes care of a kid who loves cars. Mm. Loves cars. He he can name more cars than I can. I will be showing him this, but not before I enjoy it myself. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> I'm going to watch that first episode. I, I will probably not. watch the first episode. I don't know if I'll continue watching it because some kids shows are pretty just repetitive oh, and oh, annoying. Yeah. yeah, and I want to like I'm not so interested in like the Bat Family mobiles. Mm-hmm. I want to know like what everybody else is gonna be. You yeah. know, that's yeah. what gets me like, hmm, how is this going to work? Well, I just always question like car shows, like cars, like where do humans not exist in well, that universe? The, so that's the thing. Yeah. So there's there's this show. I believe it's on Disney Plus also where there's these like Transformer esque like rescue vehicles. Mm hmm. And the vehicles can transform into multiple vehicles. So it's yeah. not just like a transformer where it can only turn into one. They can turn into a, like something that can swim, something that can be on land, something that can fly, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But there's people in there. Mm-hmm. Like the heroes, the rescue vehicles, they can talk, they have eyes, you know, whatever. So you're like, oh, that must mean the entire world is like this. No, there's actual people. So yeah. is this saying that there's going to be people like in this world of the batmobile yeah i don't know i guess if, batman exists or is batman the car see the, do, the stupid if, thing if, about this if if batman uh-huh. exists and he like if it's one of those things where it's like okay it's time for me to be bruce wayne and he goes mm-hmm. out to be bruce wayne and then all of a sudden the batmobile like comes to life i think that would be kind of cute and funny but I, I I don't know. I would, I would have yeah. to see how it, how it goes. It's funny because we're telling people not to bitch about this, and we're asking genuine questions as fucking. Oh, I'm thirty something. You're you're like twenty. <laughs> you're mid twenties or whatever. We're genuinely asking serious questions about a fucking preschool kids show. Like, uh, is a freaking uh the death of the family gonna be canon in this? Like, like, <laughs> like did the Joker mobile kill the Red Hood mobile? <laughs> The Robin will be the Joker's gonna be a fucking uh, it's gonna be yeah with a crane <laughs> smashes it kills it. You're just gonna see the wheels taken off <laughs> of our, the red Robin's wheels are gonna be off and shit. Cause you know how they always make Red Hood have some kind of wheel joke? Yeah. It's gonna be some kind of shit like that. Oh, His oil's gonna be all over the place. Oh god. The fat one doesn't be like Robin! Uh, <laughs> Oh god. If there is not if, if there is not a Christmas episode where the Batmobile loses his wheel, wheel. and Joker, Joker gets, gets away, away, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic. And the Robin thing lays an egg. Where'd this egg come from? Um yeah, that'd be hilarious. Uh yeah, so there's that. Uh, if you in case you were very curious about that Batman car show, it is going to be for children. Oh wee babies um so don't get your super hopes up about that although that would have been hilarious um 
but yeah, that's pretty much all the entertainment news. Uh, I don't think anything's happened with yes. the CW shows. Yes, slow week. Uh, no big news. I haven't really heard anything from the CW shows whatsoever. Yeah, so besides those um, Batman leak photos, uh, don't know what to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to go straight into comic books because we had a lot of stuff. And we're just going to get this shit out of the way now because Death Metal came out, uh, number four, um, which mm-hmm. in case you... Which is stupid because if, from my understanding, you had to have read two or three issues before this to understand what's going on, right? Like, not yeah, talking you, about Death Metal 1, 2, and 3. I'm talking no, about the side you, missions. You would have to have read um, the uh, Multiverse's End, mm-hmm. Crisis Speed Metal, one, right? and the Crisis one. Yeah, to understand this one, which is yeah. number four. Yeah, like, it's, it's almost, like, genuinely, like... If you took away, if you got rid of issues one, two, and three of Death Metal and mm-hmm. just replaced it with those other three, the Crisis, uh, Multiverse End, and uh, and Speed Metal, yeah, that that would be your four main issues. Yeah. And yeah, it all came in one month. Yeah. Like it's, a month and a half. Um, as you can tell, we don't give a shit about this book. Um, I didn't read it. Clay skimmed it. I, and, and and here's and here's the problem for that. So we have said ever since the original seven issue series of the Batman Who Laughs that we are sick and tired of the Batman Who Laughs or now the Darkest Night being a quadrillion steps ahead yeah. because it's no longer clever. It's stupid and annoying. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's cool. Like once in a blue moon, the bad guy gets the upper hand. You're like, oh shit! Now you're just expecting. Okay, when are the ba- when are the good guys going to lose in this issue? Oh, when are the bad guys going to lose in this issue? And so I skimmed through it, and legitimately, in the last page, they get the Mobius chair working. They set it off. And all the heroes are like, cool, it must have worked. I think it worked, right? Why hasn't anything changed? Why aren't we back on, you know, our normal Earth? What's going on? And they're all confused. And out of nowhere, the Darkest Knight just, like, pops his little head out and is like, oh, because I ex- was expecting this. And I uh, reverted all of the Mobius chair's powers to me. Yeah. And you're like, what? I... I'm 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 done. I'm tired of this darkest night. And the last panel has him holding like what looks like multiple earths and he says, "Welcome to the last 52." And so this is going to lead us into yet another tie-in called The Last 52. Yeah. Oh, okay. The only reason why I care about that tie-in is because Dan Mora did the cover. Other than that, I don't care. Yeah. Um. So I do want to apologize for anybody's like you guys aren't actually reviewing the comic book. We just honestly don't give a fuck. Like, and you know, maybe there was something good in there. Maybe you actually enjoy the story, and if you enjoy it, that's cool. That's awesome. We've always said that if you get some enjoyment out of a comic book, that's great. Like, you should always read what you want to read, enjoy what you want to enjoy. We're here just, this is our personal opinion on this podcast. Um, We're just fucking tired of it. 
like if you guys were able to suffer through the batman who laughs like we did you know you don't give a shit about this book um those first the dialogue has been awful in a lot of these things in my opinion and again i personally cannot get my head out of the sand that is scott snyder's mailing this in because he's ready to go to the indies um and i know we talked about how he's getting a nightwing book but that was also something he's talked about for a really long time so that story could be done already you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and he's just really focusing on the indies trying to sell his next uh show or movie or whatever and um, yeah i just recently listened to a brad Meltzer freaking uh interviewed today mm -hmm. uh the guy who wrote identity crisis he was completely finished and already on like two other books when the first issue even published so like these writers they will finish a story and just put it off hand and be like okay if that ever comes up i have this to give them yeah yeah. So that could I mean, totally that's what I'm that, doing. that could totally be something that Snyder has done with Nightwing. So I can completely understand that. And you know, this whole thing with like you said, with with us giving our opinion, us not wanting to review the book. Right now, you go to majority of DC centered readers. The stories right now are stale and boring. Mm-hmm. The only thing that gives this book flair is the fact that it's a multiverse event. And I'm doing quotations on that because you have to like you legitimately have. Uh, well, for one, they're destroying the multiverse. So that's the quotations. Yeah. But you have to read now, like like we said, this is issue four. But there has already been, I think, six tie ins to this story. So there's already 10 issues by issue four. There is already 10 issues. Some of them going up in price, not even staying at the normal 399, but sometimes being 499, 599. So you're spending well over 40 to $50 when you're two thirds of the way in. Yeah. And there is still quite possibly two to four more tie-ins and three more issues. Plus, we have now learned that issue seven of this death metal is like an immediate uh, turnaround to the shattered uh, dimensions or whatever it's called uh, to go into this new future state storyline. Yeah, um, which that looks kind of weird, too. So I don't even know if I care about that one. Um, So yeah, there's not really much to be excited about. Uh, Like I've mentioned before, the only things I am buying now are Tom King's series, and I'm waiting for Three Jokers to end. That is all I'm buying from DC right now. Um, Luckily, Tom King's going to have three books out that I'll still be able to support. Um, Other than that, I'm not buying anything else. I'm buying, um, you know, Paul Dini's Batman run right now, which is for... Uh, adventures but for the most part yeah everything else is pretty stale and stuff like that um we do know that you know they are planning for things to change in january or february uh they're gonna cut you know the 20 or 25 percent of the books that are currently out which i think is a smart idea um uh, to hopefully focus on some other stuff and maybe keep a little things more tight-knit um because i don't 
I don't necessarily think every character needs to have a book. I think, you know, Barbara, Dick, those kind of people should have 12 issue miniseries uh, every once in a while. So I don't know. Just don't yeah, care about that. Uh, I, I heard an interesting uh, point. Somebody said that th- most likely DC is going to take that 20% of releases and throw them all into digital comics. Not necessarily taking those titles digital, mm-hmm. but taking the 20% of creative teams and characters, switching them up and throwing them into digital firsts so that way they could take advantage of publishing digital and then pulling out a graphic novel at the very end to yeah. see how well that 20% sells in the graphic novel range to move mm-hmm. towards what me and you have always talked about in getting majority of DC comics into the digital world and uh, placing the graphic novels as more of like, Hey, we're going to push this more. Yeah. So I could definitely see that happening over the year of 2021. Yeah. um, I think there's always going to be purists. I will say I have bought a lot of the deluxe versions and you know, the double page spreads do not look as good in books. They never do. They never will. That might be one of the best benefits of going digital because you get the full double page spread right on your screen. You can mm-hmm. zoom in, you can look at all the details. And I think that's something I'm going to enjoy, like that I'll be able to just be on my iPad, pull up whatever comic I want in order, click on that. Let me check out the double page spread, screenshot it if I want to, you know, mm-hmm. mess with it, whatever. And then I have the book just to read if I want a physical thing. Um, so yeah, I would totally be down with that. Um, and I think, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saying the comic industry is going to change. Alan Moore thinks that COVID is the end of it all, thinks it's over after this. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure fucking World War II was probably going to be the end of comics, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, no, like, like I said, I listened to Brad Meltzer talk, and he he definitely does not believe that this is the end of comics. It's just they're going to adapt. And yeah. that's what comics do best. You know, like you said, you know, comics majority of the comics that we know today were born out of what was world war ii yeah and so i think they thrive during this time we saw an influx of digital sales uh for comics you know since march i and you know it's gone up to the point where companies are taking streaming seriously because of it uh because of something like this pandemic and so it, it they they're not saying that covid is the reason but it just accelerated something that was pretty much inevitable. Yeah. I believe Tim Seeley was the one that said um his sales pretty much stayed the same if not improved during covid. Yeah. So for his books, so you know, um that's really good. Uh like again, we saw that apparently Three Jokers is doing amazing. So, you know, it just really depends on if you get a good writer, you get a good story, people will buy it just like any kind of movie or any kind of book. So it is what it is. Death metal sucks dick. And we're here moving on to the next book. So, uh, so the next two books that we're going to cover clay did not read. So, uh, or did you read outsiders? Uh, I did read outsiders. I am going to be reading detective probably tomorrow. Uh, okay. just because you said that it was actually pretty good. I, yeah. I went through it just kind of paging through uh, and I said, you know, for some reason, Batman on a horse just always is like intriguing to me. Uh, 
So I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, so I'll just cover Detective now, and then we'll talk about Outsiders very quickly after this. So I, when I first looked at this, thought this was going to be a crappy book because I thought it was going to be like the Headless Horseman, like Batman fighting the Headless Horseman. And I was just like, oh, I don't I don't care about that kind of story. Um, you know, the supernatural stuff with Batman can be very hit or miss. Some of it can be really good. Some of it can be really bad. And um, I was like, all right, whatever. But the interesting thing about this was it was not a headless horseman. It was some kind of police officer in a like ceramic mask killing other police officers. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So um, there was like, a, you know, like GCBD, normal group of bad cops, bad apples, as you could say. And um, they're they're getting slain and they know they're getting slain by somebody. They're like, somebody's coming after us like you know johnson was the last one like you know us two are next like it's you know it's the bad guys knowing that somebody's coming after him uh we do see a funeral for one of these first cops that dies uh bruce wayne's there some people are uh questioning why he's there because this is post joker war so they're like oh my god wayne's just trying to save face because you know it's been revealed that i mean kind of i mean tinian hasn't really talked about it in the book we know this Mm -hmm. but you know the Bruce Wayne was giving up all this money or whatever. Now that Lucius stole it all from him. So Lucius is doing something with it. Uh, But anyways, Bruce Wayne is still trying to save face. Harvey didn't lose his job. Apparently Um, he still commissioned this book and Mm -hmm. they kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, And yeah, so Batman shows up at the grave. He has this cool technology that is almost as good as uh, Superman's x-ray vision. It is a basically an iPad that can x-ray vision through shit. So uh, he has that new gadget, which is kind of interesting. And he x-rays all the way down to the body that is in the grave. And he's looking at the bullet holes. And he's able to see the bones and stuff. And like, oh, it shattered this bone or whatever. So we get some cool detective work. Batman goes all the way back to the GCPD to get some evidence. He looks at, you know, the evidence. And, you know, he's doing his Batman thing. And... We see that another cop gets killed uh, that is trying to, like, flee from this one guy. This guy kills him pretty awesomely because the guy is looking through the peephole to see who's there. And they just put he puts a sword through the door and he just kills him. I was like, yeah, that was awesome. So um, that dude dies. And basically everybody's getting hit. Uh, One the last guy is trying to escape. He's on a horse. He's being chased by the guy that's on a horse and gets his uh, head sliced off while he's driving on the motorcycle uh or that was one of the last guys so the final guy is trying to get away but he gets a phone call and he's like come meet me at this place um if you want answers or whatever so it turns out we find out our masked man is the son of a good cop that got uh basically killed by these bad cops is basically the story so it's a good solid revenge story batman shows up stops them um keeps the guy from killing him they, they go on this you know horse chase which you said batman always looks cool on a horse i think it's hit or miss sometimes he looks badass sometimes he doesn't but he's always riding a black horse because that's what makes it look awesome <laughs> he's always riding like a badass black horse and um, the art is not bad here and no. i've i've heard like the one thing that people hate to draw are horses yeah 
So uh, this does look pretty cool. Uh, after Batman has lassoed, it's funny because there's like this big full page spread of Batman lassoing the cop and the horse just looks really pleased. He's like, yeah, that's Batman. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. And what happens is, um, you know, we kind of see, we get the true story, like, because his dad got blackmailed, like in the press. And the real story, Batman gives the real evidence to a Gotham Times reporter. And they write the real story. So the guy goes to jail for murdering people, but his dad gets exonerated and is proven not to be a bad cop. And the last guy that should have died because, you know, we don't want the good guys to live. He goes to jail and we all know what happens to bad cops in jail. So it kind of gives off that idea of like, oh, he's going to get killed in jail. Um, which is always that weird side of Batman, you know, like that. Uh, well, I didn't kill you, but <laughs> you're probably going to die there. See, but I just recently saw uh, a debate on YouTube live uh, where two people were debating if the kills in some of the Batman movies were legitimate or not, if they were really Batman's fault. And the way I see it, if Batman can be connected to the reasoning in some way, shape, or form, Bat that means Batman could have stopped it. Yeah. So I I see that as his responsibility. E yes. I mean, it, it is a very interesting debate. I will say that. Because you can't, like, if you're Batman and you're, you're trying to give justice to people, giving you know, justice and taking someone to jail and I'm actually getting arrested and providing the evidence. I don't think it's your fault if somebody else decides to kill that person while they're in jail. Like you can't control that. You know what I mean? Like you were going by the system. Granted, you are a vigilante, so you're doing it the wrong way. But if you are getting the evidence, you're getting stuff to like, you know, basically accuse this person or prove that this person did that crime and they go to jail I think the people that are failing to keep that person in alive at that point are the police officers in that jail, not Batman. He's just the person that got them. But when you take your tank Batmobile and crush a freaking <laughs> garbage truck into the roof of a highway, that is 100% your fault. Batman killed that guy. He did not get out of there. Okay, let's just put that out there. And if he he could have saved Rachel Ghoul as well, and he let him die on that train, that's on Batman. Those yes. are very questionable. The whole, the whole like, oh, uh, I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you. Like, yeah, yeah it's a badass line, but it's a bad it's a badass line for a murderer. Yes, Jason Todd <laughs> saying that would be great. The uh, Punisher saying that would be great. Yeah, Batman. Not so much. It doesn't work. In that context, because I will say it was nice when Tinian did it at the end of 100 because of an ultimatum. Yes. That was interesting because it was like, are you going to let this good person, well, quotation marks, good person in Harley Quinn die when she's trying to save your life by killing an evil person that keeps bringing you grief? You know, there was a choice there and he decides to save Harley. I, that is a good bat like it's a good decision in an how do you i don't know what the saying is like an impossible decision that batman has to make right you have yeah. to pick one or the other 
and um, he decides to say, let me go save this other person that is redeemable where Joker is non-redeemable. Um, side note, did you hear, uh, Did I don't know if you saw the quote or the interview from the, the guy that plays Homelander says that uh, he doesn't want anybody to like his character. Like he was like, he's irredeemable. You should hate him. And I like That's that. Awesome. I love that. He was like, he's, you should not like this guy. And I'm like, thank you. I hate when people have like Thanos, fuck Thanos. I hate his whole mentality in the MCU. People are like, oh, Thanos did the right thing. Fuck out of here. He had a hashtag off. Thanos was right. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was doing the right thing. It would no, first of all, in the MCU, they never fucking told us that you can't do certain things with the freaking gauntlet, okay? That was never solidified. In the comics, it is, not in the fucking MCU. So he could have easily made all the food in the world and everything to save all those people fuck out of here i'm sorry whatever um as you can tell i don't like the mcu that much uh, <laughs> uh all right i hate those kind of motivations with villains like why can't villains just be bad like there are bad people in the world right yeah like, i hate there's oh there's just underlying granted some of them have points like some of them are good i just thought Thanos' motivation was stupid no no like killmonger killmonger was quite possibly oh, yes. the Great. best villain in the mcu just saying yeah yeah, he was fantastic. And he wasn't so created cool. by Tony Stark, so that's also yeah. a plus. That was great. And he had a reason to hate the Black Panther. Yeah. A genuine reason. Whereas Thanos was just like, I'm going to kill people. Because, you know. I would have much rather him do it for a girl. That would have made more sense. Because men yeah. do stupid things which is what Which is what he does in the comic. Exactly. Death is a woman. Yeah, and he he. That's what he should have done. He's been like, I want to fall. I want love. I want death to love me. So yeah. I'm gonna kill all these people for her. So much better story. And yeah. yeah, and people are like, that's so stupid, bro. Like he does it for a girl. I'm like, people do that every fucking day. Like, are you kidding me? You know how many murders happen because like, oh, I got. Do you know how many simp's there are out there? Exactly. They will kill people. <laughs> they will literally kill people out there. Like, come on. Oh man. Thanos is the biggest simp in the world, and we should have got that literally kills half the universe for a woman that is colossal simpery oh man anyways fuck the mcu <laughs> um uh <laughs> let's go to outsiders uh oh, so man. i told this is the final outsiders book by the way um i don't think there's anything surprised they ended this on a pretty solid note i told this to clay after i read outsiders this book almost ended perfectly and uh i don't know how you felt about it you didn't you hadn't read it at the time but um thoughts i i enjoyed it now i will say i opened it and i was like that is such ugly art i'm gonna have to read this later um the reasoning why dexter soy jumped off this books i will i will never know but it's a real shame Mm -hmm. he had the entire book and then on the last issue he's like nah i'm good like, to go do a multiverse story, a dark multiverse story. Is yeah. that the reasoning? Yeah, it is. That's what I heard. I think That's I saw it on annoying. TV. Shit. That's annoying. Yeah. I but, just don't know which one. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's working on either of the Batman ones. Um, He might be actually working on the Hush one. Uh, maybe the art will be redeemable. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. You know, uh, I did like the... One thing that I will always be annoyed by, just because I always see it in Power Rangers, how everybody was wearing like their corresponding colors. Mm-hmm. Duke always wears yellow. 
always. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, you can have a different wardrobe. I promise. Just because there's two guys in the picture, two black guys in the picture, we won't mix you up. I promise. Yeah. But uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Black Lightning's wearing black. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, which one are you? Uh, well, I'm 17. He's like 42. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can tell the difference. Like, God. <laughs> oh, you're the yellow one, right? God damn. Oh, man. But, you know, I, I did oh. like how, you know, Jefferson is considering, you know, working with the Justice League. I think that would be really, really cool um, to have uh, that kind of addition. Now, I will say... I think it's a little weird that he's helping Wonder Woman pull on the lasso of truth in one of these panels. I was like, she doesn't really need your help, dude. But I mean, yeah. to, to feel included, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm helping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, one thing that did bother me was the one. Th- uh, well, two things bothered me. One thing is that they finally, finally, after like seven issues, they finally showed uh, Katana with her elemental powers. Mm hmm. And she could have used this elemental power to help defeat Roz. Yeah. Like, that's just something that could have happened. And he waited until the final issue to be like, eh, I guess I can show it now. Like, yeah. that bothered me. Uh, I know several other people who have been reading this book have also been annoyed by that. Uh, but also, this talk with Sophia and how, you know, she is wanting revenge and she is actually wanting to be somewhat of an anti-hero somewhat of a villain almost and it's kind of unnecessary now we have talked about this at work talking about how if she were to join the outlaws with jason that would be kind of cool they can have some sort of relationship in regards to how they are both connected to batman Mm -hmm. and you know, Jason can be like, hey, I can help you like with this rage that you have, but I'm not going to let you just go batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, so I can see the ups and downs if they were to go that route. But there is no one like there is no sign of that other than her going with Shiva yeah. at the very end of this. And then, of course, you do have that touching moment with Bruce and Cassie saying that, like, you're you're not going to be an over orphan for long or whatever Mm -hmm. uh saying that you know she deserves to be something more than just who she was and this alludes to her getting her black suit uh in freaking batman 100 and all of that so you know it it was it was nice but it's just a joker war yeah. yeah it was just those two you know those two moments with katana and then with with sophia that kind of just like irked me a little bit yeah, so this whole book closes out the story. Now, the one thing that I, the reason why I said it was almost perfect, Clay already alluded to, was Sophia's story didn't end. It starts off with Bruce buying her a ranch, um, which I thought was interesting. Some people might have thought that was dumb. But remember, at the start of this story, Sophia was taken from her family. Her family was murdered, and they were just like, we want you to be a part of the League of Assassins. And I thought, like, okay, race is done. And Sophia doesn't need to be a hero if she doesn't want to. So Bruce is giving her the option to not be that. So he buys her a ranch. He was like, your parents said that you loved horses and stuff like that. So 
here we go. And she's like, I can't take care of horses. And he's like, I'll hire people because he's fucking Bruce Wayne. So he has the money to do that. And he was just like, and she was like, you're not going to force me to be a Robin or something like that. And he was like, no, if you choose to be that, I can guide you in that way. But I want it to be your choice. So I like that because everybody's always gives this shit to Batman all the time. Like, oh, you have kids fighting for you. But he's like, no, I'm fucking letting these kids pick their choices. All right. And like, they're the ones that want to fight. And if they're going to fight, let me train them right. And um, so Sophia's like, all right, whatever, whatever. And so that's when we go down the rabbit hole of like what Duke wants to do, what Cass wants to do, what Shiva and Black Adam want to do. And everybody's getting their end story of what they want to do. Now, I did think it was interesting with Black Lightning that he is kind of thinking about fighting with all the other heroes. Because this is an interesting question. If we are going to go down the rabbit hole, there is going to be a Black Batman, right? Um, because I've often thought of this. Like, if somebody takes over the mantle as Batman, do you think they should automatically be in the Justice League? Because I don't think Luke Fox is good enough to be in the Justice League if he takes over the Batman mantle. So it would make sense for Black Lightning to take that role. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think that... One thing that I would be interested in learning about, not necessarily having like a huge story, if it if it was legit like an annual or maybe a two issue arc in Justice League, like I want to see some sort of tryout, mm -hmm. some sort of initiation, some sort of like, OK, this makes you in the ranks of Justice League. This is what makes you in the ranks of Titans. This is what makes you in the ranks of Teen Titans, something like that. Yeah. Um. Just you want to a kind tuning of exam or what? huh? You want the tuning exams? Basically, for the <laughs> basically, basically. Nice. Um, and I, I mean, I, I just recently watched. Uh, I'm catching up on Naruto. I mean, not Naruto, mm -hmm. Baruto. So mm -hmm. I like, I was like, oh fuck yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. But uh, well, they start off that in Young Justice, isn't that how Young Justice starts off? Um, like they don't get in, they don't get Justice League approval, and then they're like, "Fine, I'm gonna go do this on my own." Oh, in the Doesn't show, it? yeah, yeah, the show, yeah, yeah, that's that's what they that's what they end up doing. Mm -hmm. They're basically like, "I'm not your sidekick anymore. I want to do something more." Yeah, and and that's how they become Young Justice. But I would love to see, like, I would love for Black Lightning to be like, "I want to be a part of the Justice League." Because Batman said I could. And they're like, okay, well, you've already been an honorary member. Uh, but uh, we already have a full team. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, we got a black guys. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Stewart's like, huh? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I would like to see, like, does, would he, would the Justice League be like, okay, well, we have a schedule of uh, John Stewart's going on uh, paid leave in, like, like three weeks you can spot for him for about yeah. a month or whatever you know i i, I would like to see some to sort the of black guy right well i mean <laughs> just you've already made a joke so i went ahead and go uh, i went ahead and went with it it's okay if one person does it we don't need a pile on no oh man but yeah i get what you're saying that would be interesting um i mean it would be different i mean i'm always i'm always down for different especially if it is like an annual or something yeah um i think that'd be really cool um, but yeah, cause we don't really ever get any of that. Um, well, no, cause like the thing is, you know, from, from who was on justice league last, uh, before well, if I'm not mistaken, the cartoon does that to where they try to vote in Shazam, right? 
Yeah, like in in Young Justice, yeah. they they were wanting to know who would be the next person to join the Justice League, and they're like, uh, "Let's do a vote," and they say Shazam, and Wonder Woman's like, "No, because he's a child." You know, we're not going to have more children like you're one of your Robins, blah, 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 blah. And that's when Batman owns Wonder Woman. And he's like, because uh, she's like, what, did you want to train uh, Robin to be more like you? And he's like, no. So he wouldn't be like me. And they're like, oh, yeah. I saw that meme. Uh, <laughs> but but it, I think it would be I, I legitimately think it would be kind of cool to see what it would be like for black lightning to want to join and how that is how that comes about because they never really explained how like they did and they didn't like cyborg was a part of the justice league uh you know Mm -hmm. throughout all of rebirth and then when snyder came in john stewart came in and was like um hey cyborg i'm the new black guy uh i didn't even notice that yeah, and he was Cyborg God, was they a Walking part- Dead that shit. Wow. But see, Cyborg was a part of the team mm-hmm. until like all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, he's not there anymore." Yeah, like there was like just one random issue where Cyborg wasn't there anymore, and then he just it was popped- on Odyssey or some shit. Right? Well, that's the thing; he just randomly popped up in Odyssey like two weeks later. Yeah. So there and was no it- explanation. Remember in New 52 when he was going to be the leader of the Justice League? Yeah. Yeah. I literally have a poster over there that it was kind of got me mad because somebody bought it for me. Oh, Cody at work. He bought me a gift where it's that one where Cyborg has the American flag and it's all the Justice League. Batman's not even in it. Yeah. I'm like, no. what the hell? I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what kind of cover is this? Um, so I, was I like, think that's issue Batman? five. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, but uh, yeah, I just always remember that. I was like, what? I'm a big Batman fan. You can give me everybody but Batman. Yeah. Uh, come on. And, and it's just like, why is there no explanation? Like, yes, I understand each writer wants to have like their team. Yeah. And so you're just going to write them, but give an explanation. Like, yeah. is, is there a reason why cyborg would just up and left other mm-hmm. than the fact that he just pops up in this book with a new mission? Like, I want there to be an Injustice League book reason being like, hey, you're going to go out to space with these people yeah. other than him just saying in the book. Oh, yeah, they told me to come out in space with you guys. Like, I want to yeah. see that connective tissue. You know, yeah, there was that was the one good reason why Grayson made sense, because Batman was like, I need you to go undercover as a spy to infiltrate this, you know, secret organization like and he also had his identity exposed so he couldn't be out in the in the world. So, um, yeah, I always thought that was uh, very cool and interesting about the Grayson book, which a lot of people thought was going to flop, but became fairly popular. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it would be interesting seeing that kind of stuff. But uh, unfortunately, with Outsiders, it ends with Bruce being sad again because Shiva drugs him and he wakes up ready to beat her ass. And she's like, calm down. She was like, everybody just wanted to let you get some rest. And uh, they wanted to be gone by the time you woke up. And so everybody just dipped and she tells them all where they went except for Sophia. And she's like, she wants to make her choice. And if she wants to see you out, she'll find you. But as far as it, that's all you need to know. And uh, it just ends with Bruce, like being all sad boy in a chair. And you made the comment, like, because Bruce can never be happy. And it's just like, yeah, sucks. 
And there's no reason why he can't. And they will always make it to where he is always sad. And it's just like, I'm tired of it. I'm yeah. tired of it. Like, well, you you would think, especially, especially, and maybe this was, maybe this was what Tinian and Jimenez were trying to do, which they didn't do it very well. But maybe they were trying to make Bruce somewhat positive in his run because that is very anime. Like the dark character always sees the best and tries to be happy. Like they always like Goku, mm-hmm. no matter what. He he fights harder for the people he loves in his life than be wanting to be a loner. You know, he's not Vegeta. Like yeah. that's always the contrast, right? Vegeta's always like, I'll take everybody away. They ruined my emotions so I can be the strongest. Where Goku's like, I love everybody and I'll do the my fight my hardest to beat everybody to save them. And he goes Super Saiyan 5 million. So it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's what he does. And that should be Batman. Like Batman should fight harder for the people he loves. Now I don't want to- I don't I don't want like the like cheek implants of like the smile back in the day in like the 60s oh, yeah, like no. I, don't, I don't want that batman mm. but i want there to be a like i i want there to be a content bruce and a content batman that doesn't have to like contemplate on his like well-being every fucking night you know yeah i want to see badass batman just like that calculating brutal batman but when he's Bruce, he's happy. Like, just him and Selena, just him with the kids. Like, the happiness comes from Bruce. The brutalness comes from Batman. That's what I want to see. I would be down with that. I think that makes sense. But we will see what Tom King gives us in Batcat, because we ain't going to get that from Tinian. So, um, we shall see. But speaking of Tom King, we got two of his books this week that we are going to cover. Um, doesn't involve Batman, but he's writing Batcat, so fuck it. We're going to talk about them. Um, and uh, this is Strange Adventure 6. So we're halfway through the series. Initial thoughts on the story. Um, Freaking Mrs. Strange is willing to do a lot. <laughs> yeah. For her husband. Yeah, she is. A lot. And at fr- like... I th- I think that's what you kind of alluded to when like <laughs> I hadn't read it yet and you're like, dude, something almost happened and I'm really glad it didn't. And yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and then yeah. when I read it, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so like one of your friends said, nothing happened in this episode or in this issue. I yeah. call them episodes because that's how it feels like when I read Tom King stuff. Um. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but I can see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, Tom King is one of those people that it does feel like it's a slow burn at times, but there's still a lot happening in the issue when you really look into it. And uh, one of the biggest things, like you said, we've learned how far Mrs. Strange is willing to go to get her way or to get things on her side. Yeah. Um, because this whole story is basically, and I, I mentioned this to Clay when we were talking to, uh, at work the other day when we read this, everybody needs to remember we're on issue six, but all of this is happening in the span of a few days so far, because I believe it's at the end of issue three, she shows up in his house and they're like, let's talk or whatever, or yeah. maybe it might be the end of issue four, whatever. Well, they're finally talking now. They go out to get, they go for a walk and they go and get a drink. And well, they're just chatting it up. 
she's talking about the past and how like Adam Strange, uh, how they fought on these victories and they were winning against these pikes and stuff. But she's talking about how um, Adam changed after these battles, after he was tortured. Apparently he gets captured and he was tortured and he was never the same after that. And so um, we find like, we find out more about uh, Mr. Terrific. Uh, we found out the reason why he became a superhero, which I thought was very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a superhero because his wife died and she was about to be pregnant, but he's a hero because of the guilt of not, he didn't really want the kid. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's a superhero because he feels like he should have never really had those thoughts. And uh, I thought that was interesting. It's always like my kid died, my parents died or something like that. But this is kind of a different spin on a character's reason for being a superhero. And it's the guilt of not wanting a kid that wasn't even born yet. And I thought that was interesting. Cause I feel like that that's really real. Like oh, I think yeah. there are people and, that and genuinely didn't want kids. And we talked about it. We talked about like, because no matter what, it's very unfortunate, but like Tom Tom King could write like he he could legitimately write the cure to Corona and so many people would still hate it. Yeah. So we talked about like, oh, what's the one thing that people would probably dislike about this issue? I said uh, the you know, the whole mrs strange or no no i said the whole the poem or yeah. the 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 whole thing with the the bell mm -hmm. and you're like no i think it's gonna be the whole thing with the kid with mr terrific you know it's very unfortunate but it's very stereotypical that you know a grown black man would not want a kid yeah and i never really thought about it that way until you mm -hmm. you you said something about it and i was like oh crap yeah probably uh surprisingly not very much has been said about this book. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Uh, mm -hmm. In my mind, as long as they're not talking shit, then it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was that. It was very uh, interesting. And, of course, we get a lot of uh, basically all the past stuff was a war. And I think a lot of it was kind of cool. I mean, obviously, um, Doc Shiner. Shiner? Shiner? I always say Shiner. Um, Shiner, uh, amazing in this battle scene. It's very colorful. I love that it. Uh, Tom King really loves to show the aspect of war. Remember, this is a guy that went overseas, fought for this country, did super spy stuff. Um, so he probably knows how this is. Uh, he loves to show how soldiers go to battle, go to battle, and they're just dead tired and still have to go to battle. Like, he loves to show that. Yeah, that was one aspect that I really did enjoy. It was like right after um, you hear the story about uh, Mr. Terrific and the baby or whatnot. And you just see uh, Strange in battle and he's just like he's dog tired. He's like down on the dirt. He like he is worn out. He's bruised. And you hear on the intercoms like, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? They they desperately need you. Please respond. Please respond. And then you just see them putting on their helmets and jetpacks again. And they're like ready to go. Yeah. Like even though like one or two panels before that, they're like, I can't do this. I can't yeah, do this. Yeah. Uh, Alana's just like, I can't anymore. Like I'm done. Uh, yeah. But that's always been the mark of the hero, you know? Like even mm -hmm. when they're done, they keep going. So mm -hmm. Every time in anime, I've lost everything. I'm almost going to die. Girl gets bitch left. Ah, <laughs> fucking greatest, like greatest My hero brother. power. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so then after that, we get the speech of, 
uh, the, you know, the poem, which I, again, I am somebody that loves that kind of, I love when you bring real world shit into comic books. It's just, I'm just a fan of it. I know some people read comic books to get away from that. I enjoy it because it just makes me relate even more. So Tom King talks about the Liberty Bell, which I'm assuming this is in Philadelphia Mm -hmm. or Chicago. I'm not too sure where the setting is. I think it's Philadelphia. Um, But anyways, they do the bell and, um, you know, there's this poem. uh, Alana says she doesn't like it, not a fan of it or whatever. Um, And then we get the flashbacks to where Alana and uh, Adam Strange pretty much seem like they've won this war or they've a lot's happened. It it looks like this whole area is getting bombed by these ships and they're just kind of holding each other, which looks is a crazy, crazy thing to view, but it, it's a gorgeous panel. Now, um, this is where things start getting interesting because we are seeing, we are outside of Mr. Terrific's house and uh, these panels are purposely drawn this way. It's uh, he's opening the door to his house and she's like, so, you know, do you want me to come in? I can use another drink. The middle panels are her progressively getting closer to his face, looking like they're about to make out. And usually that's right before the bounce check wow wow is going to happen. And um, he asks her, and this is where it turns. He He's like, she's like, oh, you're going to bring me in? He's like, no, I don't think I am. And then he kind of asks her, he just flat out asks her, what about your kid? And she's like, he's like, where'd you bury your kid? And she's like, huh? Oh, huh? Like she like, it's she's a deer in the headlights like yeah she was blindsided by it yeah and she's like well it was there was just a small monument and like she just makes something up and he's like all right then uh i guess i believe you and so you kind of learn that he was just playing the long game he was like all right i'm gonna hear every damn thing you have to say about this and you know he probably has what do they call it an epidemic memory or i don't know what that word is what barbara gordon has i would be a surprise if he has one he just gonna remember it I think he does, but like it was mainly just like, oh, I'll play along. You're trying to get my mind off of things. Mm-hmm. You're trying to care about me, and you know, I I will have a light heart and you know just stop the investigation because you care so much about your husband and blah blah. Nah, bitch, I'm gonna fucking I'm I'm going like I'm going yeah. all in on this investigation. And the face that she has when yeah. he goes when he goes inside of his apartment. And she just says, or, or he says, uh, good night, Mrs. Strange. Try to keep warm. It's cold out there. Yeah. And she is still like, what the fuck just happened? It's a full panel spread of her just standing in the snow, holding her hands like she's cold. And she's like, uh, and he's like, it's it's cold out there. And I was just like, yes, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, see, and like people don't understand, like, it's those small cues that Tom King does so well. You know what I mean? Like everybody want like everybody assumes that comic books need to be like that crazy Joker shooting Barbara in the fucking stomach. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Superman punching Batman and he dies. Like everybody's like, that's comic books. Comic books are so great. I love those moments. I think those moments are amazing. But when you can do little shit like that and be like, oh bitch, I love I love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. It's just that's good storytelling. Well, but that's not the final page, though, because it ends on a history uh, or back in the flashback, I should say. Uh, Adam Strange and his wife are flying through another battle zone. She gets shot in the stomach, starts falling down. He's like, Alana, he catches her. He gets shot in the chest. They both crash down and uh, somebody is standing over them, which we're assuming it's the Pikes. 
and mm-hmm. they take Adam and leave her for what we assume is for dead. Um, and this is where it looks like he is going to get tortured. So uh, I'm not too sure if we're going to get this issue, if we're going to get issue seven or if we're going to get the director's cut and then issue seven. Because I know they mentioned that somewhere in between the middle, we're going to get a director's cut that's going to be black and white with Tom Queen's script for issue one. So I'm not too sure if we'll get that next or if we'll get issue seven, then that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed this issue. Like I said, it wasn't anything crazy happening in it. It is progressing the story. We learned how far characters would go. We'll learn that this is kind of a chess match between Alana and Mr. Terrific. And we're about to find out what changed Adam Strange. Um, and we're, you know, the question of if their daughter is still alive, which I think we both agree now that daughter's alive or that kid is alive. I don't know if it's a daughter, but, um, yeah, saying we're trying to figure out why they're trying to hide it. So, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the story. Um, I can't wait for the next ones. We're halfway through this. We just started Rorschach, which we're about to cover. And then in a month's time, month and a half's time, we'll be reading uh, Batcat. Bat Finally. Yeah, for real. I can't wait for that. Uh, but on to our final book, which is the Batman, almost not really Batman of the Watchmen universe, but people will say that. Yeah. Um, Rorschach. Now, what were your thoughts on this? Because you read this a few days after I did. I did. Or a couple days. Um, I surprisingly love the art. Yeah, it fits very well. This art feels like Watchmen. Um, and although this isn't a nine-panel grid like Watchmen normally is, mm-hmm. it still felt very organic for the book. Yeah. And I love the storytelling. Uh, the mystery, I still feel like I need maybe one or two more issues to really wrap my head around it. Um, but there was a lot of blood. Um, a lot of freaking like th- th- there's there is a mystery that is legitimately making me scratch my head. Like, okay, what is all this entailing? What does this mean for the character of Orshak? What does it mean for this election that's going on? Like, what plays what part to this story, you know? Yeah. So, I genuinely liked it. Um, I did get a little confused near the end with this whole person who's writing this pirate story i'm not entirely Mm -hmm. sure if i caught on to that whether that was the person who was ended up being behind the rorschach mask in the very beginning or if it's just somebody who's involved i'll probably have to read this again to be completely honest uh but i enjoyed it i i I legitimately enjoyed it it wasn't one of these books that uh i thought i was completely going to be lost on um usually with something that is tom king that i have no uh backstory on like mr miracle i had to read mr miracle a good three times before i was like okay i understand it yeah. uh, just because i didn't have any backstory on mr miracle other than the fact that he was uh from apocalypse yeah so with this i know rorschach i know watchmen i was able to read it once and be like okay i get it a mystery there's two suspects involved that are now dead but why are they dead who what's going on here that's the mystery and the twist at the end is very, very interesting, considering yeah. the character of Rorschach. 
So uh, what about you? What'd you think? Obviously a slob on the knob. So I enjoyed it. (laughs) Clay's wife's favorite new phrase. Uh, Yeah. You got me in trouble. (laughs) Uh, So I enjoyed it. Um, because yeah, it, it had this mystery to it, and I really enjoyed it. Now I did see um, somebody surprisingly, which I thought was very interesting. Somebody talk about this on Twitter and saying this to to Tom King or on a Tom King's post. They were like, "Hey, I hope this is um, more consistent than Doomsday Clock." And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, are you hating on Doomsday Clock? And somebody responded like to them. They're like, Doomsday Clock was worth the wait. And I think Tom King's is going to be pretty fantastic. But Tom King had, I guess, quote tweeted that person saying that we're already six issues in. And I wrote all of this like together. Like I wrote all 12 issues. He's like, this will be out on time. So I think that's really cool. Um, so that guy got his answer. And then he just said, yeah, I cannot. He's like, I'm really intrigued by this story. I can't wait to read more. So um, I think he meant release date consistency. I don't think he was knocking Doomsday Clock because Doomsday okay. Clock was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I think we all, we, I think we all wish it would have came out on time because then they wouldn't have had to try to make it work at the end. Although I still think it worked fantastically. Um, but, you know, it is. And we would have never gotten Year of the Villain. And we yeah. never would have gotten the story that we're getting now with Death Metal. And it would have been great. We probably would have got Selena actually meeting up with Bruce in her run. Um, So it is what it is. But um, the one thing about this that I told you, and um, since you actually read it now, this feels like it goes more with the Watchmen show that we just watched Mm -hmm. than the actual like Watchmen story. Now, for those of you that have not read Rorschach, uh, one, go buy it. Uh, and read it because it's going to be a good story and it's a number one so you can start reading it now you don't have to fall behind or whatever highly suggest you get in this um but this is actually taking place in present day this is in 2020 Mm -hmm. so um in in the watchman universe if i'm not mistaken it's taking place in the 60s right no watchman was taking place in well it's like 60s 70s because that's vietnam right Yes, but it, it, it does a jump. So it's from the 60s to the 80s because then you get the new team with yeah. uh, Silk Spectre's daughter. Oh, wait a minute. No, because that would have to be... Because they, they fight in Vietnam and that's when it's Dr. Manhattan, the new comedian, or the comedian dressed up in his new outfit mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know so what? I'm going to do so a he'll look quick... It up while i talk about it but anyways uh there is a reference in this book that references oklahoma and if you guys have watched uh the david lindelof watchman show which if you have not watched it it's amazing um definitely watch that but there was a big like murder slash massacre thing that happened in oklahoma and they referenced that tom king referenced that's here so it's very possible that david lindelof's watchman show could also be canon here. There's no confirmation of that. It's just a theory. And if that's the case, that is really awesome because that story was also present day. So um, that would be a really awesome way to expand the Watchmen universe. Um, We know that, you know, Doomsday Clock tried to bring the Watchmen into this, but they're both still kind of their own universes, which I really enjoyed. Um, 
But for the most so part, so from from what I see here, it goes all the way from the. I'm looking. It says uh, it goes as far back as what this is including the TV show. So it's mm-hmm. going back to the Tulsa massacre in 1920s, and then moving forward in time through the actual Watchmen. Uh, movie i mean watchman comic book and whatnot and mm-hmm. that pushes you all the way until 1986 okay so you still deal with vietnam and everything else yeah. but the watchman story of like rorschach and everything else takes place in the 80s yeah okay damn how how old was the comedian when he joined the team and how old is he in the 80s he must have been really young when he joined the original team. Because he's in the original team. I would say late 20s. You and think so? Then, and then what, he's like in his 50s or 60s when he's in the 80s? Late 40s, early 50s. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Um. So with the pirate thing here, though, if I'm not mistaken, I'd, I'd have to read it again. But I think the pirate's a suspect. Um, I think he's a suspect and they don't know where he's been or something like that. And they're mm-hmm. rebooting the they're rebooting the movie like they do all these old shows. Yeah. So they're kind of talking about that. I kind of feel like this might be King's version of that weird story we got in Watchmen of that guy. I think it's a pirate too. Yeah, uh, yeah or, it's yeah. Uh, the the Black Crusade. No, not not the Crusade. Uh, I don't uh, remember it. I, I just remember I, him being on a raft. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember like uh, the the actual like it's it was supposed to be a comic book or yeah. something. And mm-hmm. then the Watchmen show did the same thing, but with a TV show. Yeah. And that's what like you saw the TV show in almost every episode. Yeah. And then that is supposed to be somewhat like what this is with the pirate comic. Yeah. And if you really go back and look at Doomsday Clock, they also did it with the actor. There wasn't pirates, but he was doing his own thing yeah. in the TV universe. So I, I like that they kind of play with that. Um, but yeah, so we get a lot of interesting things here. Now, the main thing that's happening in Rorschach is the book starts off with Rorschach, quotations, dying. Um, or who we believe is Rorschach. He gets blasted by a whole bunch of cops. And what was going to happen was Rorschach and this masked woman, who we learn a little bit about, but not a lot, um had a plan to assassinate the president and Mm -hmm. somebody tips them off tips off the security guards that there's about to be a sniper uh taking out the president Mm -hmm. and um so you think that rorschach is going to kill the girl is what you would assume Mm -hmm. but from my understanding they were working together yeah right and so the police get tipped off by somebody and they run up there to go check. Rorschach blasts a whole bunch of them. And somebody else, uh, from what the story says, the CIA or the FBI or somebody blows out a wall to kill the sniper and then blasts the hell out of Rorschach. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, what? And somebody's question, the detective that's taking over this case is like, how the hell did the FBI know what wall to blow out and where? Like, how did they even know where to go if the policemen were the first people that were tipped off? So we have this weird mystery. Like, is the FBI or CIA involved in this? You know, did they set up this killing to try to assassinate the president to maybe make him look better? 
like there's some interesting stuff going on here and then of course like you said at the end they matched the fingerprints of the guy that was in the rorschach mask to the actual rorschach walter koufax from like you know 40 60 years ago and the detective's like i don't know if you've checked the date but it's 2020 and so now we're just like well how the fuck is rorschach's fingerprints on this dead rorschach when we know rorschach from the movie or from the well if you watch the movie it's the same shit gets fucking blown into smithereens by dr manhattan yeah um so now you mentioned like if that's the real rorschach you call bullshit I'm not sure. So this could very well be Tom King's very cheeky way of playing in Jeff Johns's world of mm-hmm. Doomsday Clock. Because in a in a sense, Jeff Johns created a whole new world for the Watchmen yeah. universe. And he created some sort of superhero. So we may see, cause his name was John yeah. or Clark or one of the two. I think it was John, uh, this little kid, but we don't know if he like brought back Rorschach. So maybe that could be something that's just a real, I'm, that's a stretch, mm-hmm. but I think this is more of like the, you know, if it is connected to, the TV series that cult or whatever yeah. that was part of the, the big show or whatever, maybe they somehow got a hold of Rorschach's prints and they're just fucking with people. Yeah. That would be very interesting, especially if a bunch of them keep dying. Like mm-hmm. if there's just a bunch of Rorschach bodies. Now I'd have to go back and listen to that. Uh, oh shit. I don't know if y'all heard that, but charge complete for my headphones. Um, but I don't know if I'd have to go back and look at the word balloon prior to Tom King's last episode. But there was that fan that was like, hey, Tom, if Strange Adventures is an answer to the Mueller reports, is Rorschach an answer to Trump being elected or something along those lines? So now we know we're dealing with an election. This could be that conspiracy of all these people trying to help Trump be elected or whatever Mm -hmm. along those lines. So um, we do know that Rorschach was not a good guy. Like a lot of people don't remember that. Like he would, Rorschach was somebody that would vote for Trump. Like Mm -hmm. it's kind of how it goes off. And uh, although everybody wants him to be the Batman of the Watchmen, he's not. He's brutal like that, but he hated a lot of people. He called people whores and stuff like that. Like he had a very strict fucking immorality you know yeah um i don't know if that's the right word but you know what i mean so um yeah it would be very interesting again if it was to tie into lindelof's watchman that would be very interesting because that coat that cult was pretty intelligent and also terrifying you oh know yeah i mean 100 so, so that would be cool especially if we see somebody like uh what was his name glass Mr. Glass or what was mm-hmm. his name? That would be cool if he showed up in his book. Cause then you're just like, Oh shit, this is totally connected. Um, I don't, I'd be really interested in that. Especially, especially if we are not going to get a season two of Watchmen, 
and this is connected and it's you know the same shit because then you're just like oh man like that is this is a continuation would we see a female manhattan you know oh snap i didn't even think of that yeah that would be interesting if manhattan was dead here because if this does tie into doomsday clock that means manhattan dies if if the watchman show is continuity this is continuity then we know that fucking you know manhattan's dead and is now a female um from what we that's the way the show ended sorry spoiler alert you should have watched it by now but (laughs) um still like that would be interesting um because the and the only way i'm the only reason i'm making these assumptions people is why is because they mentioned oklahoma in the book but also tom king did a panel at fandom with david lindelof yeah so for i don't know what other reason why they would join up together because lindelof already said he's done with watchmen he didn't really need to do anything else, but he decided to be the moderator for Tom King's Rorschach, which I thought was pretty interesting. So that's all I'm kind of going off of. I think it would be cool. Um, I would be totally down with that continuity. And especially if he dives more into the racist shit that was in that show that made it so good. Fuck yeah, dude. I need to rewatch that, but I'm about to watch an anime after I finish Doctor Who. So hopefully I'll be able to fit that in somewhere. Um, I might need to rewatch Dexter now, though. Um, I but, definitely need know. to jump on that. Dexter's good, man. First two seasons are great. Season three is kind of a lull, which kind of sucks because it's with uh, an actor from San Antonio uh, with um, fucking Jesse Burego. And oh, nice. um, he's in Blood and Blood Out. Uh, and he's like one of the main villains. And then season four is a banger. So good. And then it's pretty good until there. And then the final season is Game of Thrones. <laughs> Like, kind of goes down. You know, you're the second person to say, because I just saw somebody say that they also need to watch uh, Dexter. And -hmm. a friend of mine was like, seasons one, two, and four were great. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed skipping three. Yeah. I enjoyed five and uh, six, but like the final season just gets so out of there. It's very much like the final season was spoiled for me like Mm -hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, now i may have forgotten like a couple things from that yeah. uh, which i'm thankful for so for any of those people who are listening now don't go to twitter and just hit me up with all these spoilers <laughs> uh but i am probably going to be watching that show pretty soon yeah that show is really good and also man he uh the chick from chuck shows up and the last final few seasons as his love interest oh she's so gorgeous she's so fucking gorgeous Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know who you're talking the about. The blonde yeah. chick, uh, Roskowski, or I, I forget her mm-hmm. last. She has a super like German name or Russian mm-hmm. last name or something like that. She's awesome in the story. Uh, I love her character. Um, but yeah, for the most part, um, Tom King dropped two new books. We're a month and a half out until he drops his third one of the year, and I cannot wait. I uh, Tom King is literally the person that's saving my comic book readership right now, <laughs> along with Jeff Johns, because everything else is kind of doo doo. Um. I mean, Which it's true I, though. I don't know if I pointed this out before. I read freaking Tinian's uh uh indie De- book, yeah, Department, Department of, of Truth. Truth. It was good. I don't know what happened with his Batman run. So again, just for people that out here might think we're just shitting on these people just to shit on them. No, we know they're good writers. We just don't know what happened here. Um, because the Department of Truth has me intrigued. I would read the second issue. So just throwing that out there. Very nice. Um, 
But for the most part, that is it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Clay, what do you got on the dock for this week? Uh, for this week, I do have uh, a Shonen Jump Saturday show coming up. Um, I will be on uh, a podcast called World's Finest True Believers at the very end of October. Yeah, it is. Uh, very end of October, beginning of November uh, with a friend of mine. Uh, of course, always go check out uh, the Comic Book Legion podcast and go check out uh, my TikToks because I am doing more spray painting. Yep, yep, yep. Um, speaking of TikTok, across a thousand followers. I saw that. <laughs> That's nice. Um, although TikTok tried to screw me and took down my best video, you damn TikTok. I will get my <laughs> justice TikTok. I will rise. I'm fucking. I'm Batman. I will rise on this shit. Um, yeah. So I had a. I had a video. I don't. I think viral is millions of views. So I won't use that word because I think it's overused. But I had a video get a, over 160 thousand views. It got Which is me crazy. From, yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, and it's nice to just see like. Bloop, 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 bloop. Um, but. I went from 150 followers to 1,000, which was nice. Well, to like 900 until they fucking took off my video for dangerous uh, reasons. I don't know. Stupid. Um, and then I put it back up because I don't give he a He just fuck. shot a baby, guys. It's not. Yeah, it's I mean, like... it's just a baby. Like, come on. Um, it was okay after I shot it. Um, but uh, <laughs> that sounds so bad. I'm so sorry. It, it's, so it was bad. not. No, yeah. it was just a parody on on video game gamers. Stuff. Please yeah. don't don't yeah. come at me with that. Uh, I would like to report a dead body, please. <laughs> this YouTube this YouTuber slash podcaster said he shot a baby on TikTok. Oh uh, my god. god. Uh, but anyway, yeah, definitely go check that out if you want to see some stupid stuff because I will be going live over there now. Um, I'm gonna try to start pairing that with my Twitch. Uh, I know I've said it on the podcast before, but I am gearing up to go full-time creator in the future. Uh, I don't know when my final day will be, but I'm trying to plan for it. But it's the end of the year. Holidays are coming up. So, of course, every company is like, hey, this new thing's coming out. This new thing's coming out. You're going to want this new thing. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then I want to start the video game channel. So I'm fucking around with the idea of getting an Oculus for VR just so I have it to play VR games because that content's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck, that's like 300 bucks. So I'm just like, ah, oh. so I don't know. I'm gearing up to go full time. I just don't know the date yet, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but definitely go check out all that kind of stuff. Check out my YouTube. That's popping off. Video game channel will be coming soon. Other than that, uh, yeah, check out my, my link tree, which Clay still has not given me or hey, made. Hey, 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 <laughs> I attempted to make a link tree. I was just about to say this. I attempted to make a link tree and the website froze and was like, nah, <laughs> you're not going to make one. And I was like, oh you know what? God. Everything has an app. So let me download the app. I downloaded uh, the app. The It fucking froze like right at the very beginning. Like it wouldn't even you open. Did you do it on your desktop or your phone? I, I tried it on my desktop first uh-huh. and then I tried it on my phone second. I feel like you're making excuses. I feel like I can go to link tree right now and it would work, Clay. <laughs> I legit like I don't know if I just like look it's it's already the first thing that I I type in li and it's already there uh-huh. uh, get started for free I could probably log in and let's see here I'm gonna log in with my okay and I'm, I'm just trying do... to make this easier for you guys if you want to find Clay shit because I know a I, lot of stuff I want it to be easier 
like legit. And like I put in my password and I can't even log in. Like it's frozen. Like I, I like it's not letting me log in. Well, he just doesn't want you to find him, ladies and gentlemen. That's all. <laughs> That's not true, guys. <laughs> That's the vibes I'm getting. Uh, but okay. Well, you know what? Here, look, I'm logging in. Oh, now it says I have an invalid password. Okay. Well, I guess I'll have to make another one or yeah. try to find it. Yeah. Just do the fucking <laughs> password request return thing, whatever. Uh, but oh, that man. is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Something I do want to promote before we get the hell out of here. If you are registered to vote, go yes. vote. For anybody who is today. in Texas, whoever is yes. in Texas, early voting is this week. It started yesterday. A lot of states have started. Yes. Definitely go, go check it out. Vote. Go vote. Do not trust mail-in voting. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's like fucking getting a car, a birthday card from the Joker. It's just not worth it, okay? Do not trust mail-in voting. There's a lot of bullshit going on. They're saying if you don't get it stamped or you don't have a witness, or you know, there's so much and bullshit around. You know, it. we, we saw person. in California that people were fucking trying to make fake mail-in boxes. ballot boxes and shit, like. I know it's scary out there with COVID and everything. Places are taking precautions for uh, social distancing while waiting in line. Please go vote. Yeah, I I was done in three minutes in mine. Try to find a college. A lot of the colleges are very well equipped. I've heard uh, the second best place to go in our city is actually our sports arena. I guess apparently it's really big. Uh, you can go there and actually vote as well. So a lot of places are really trying to do this. So definitely go vote if you have the opportunity. It is your right here in America. You should use it um, if you want things to change, if you're not happy with what's going on. Uh, if you're totally happy with what's going on, must be nice uh, because we're not. Um, but that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Batman News Weekly. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Bye. <laughs>